pulls a large sexual device out of his pants. He tells the girl that he has a very large penis. pedophiles um we have a very special guest uh another uh christian very good lad uh again embarrassed uh to have that theme song for this uh gentleman but he seems to be a, a good sport um let's uh let's welcome john everybody thanks thanks for having me bro yeah of course man of course so uh I guess uh, you know from you know discussions we had the things we posted on facebook and uh you know the point of this uh, show, we're going to be talking about the whole pedophilia, especially satanic elements of it. And there were some things you wanted to touch on in uh, relation to that downstairs at the lobby. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm open to, I mean, I've always had an inquisitive mind. I'll just say that. I mean, mm -hmm. I started listening to Alex Jones in grade nine. Like, I don't know about others. Way but before me, yeah. Yeah, I started listening to Alex Jones like grade nine and 10. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was me and two other buddies of mine that we really got into Infowars and just the truther movement and all that Before stuff. Before we, we even get to that, were you yeah. always, even at that age, uh, um, really into Christianity and that whole... I would say not as much. Uh, you know, my mom was more religious than me. She kind of pushed me more so mm -hmm. towards the faith. But obviously, you know, in your teenage okay, years, you, you do your own thing. And I would say I got more dedicated, uh, gave my life to the Lord, I would say uh, around 20, 21 years old. Okay. And I've been living since 20, 21 years old to the best of my ability, you know, up to the standards mm -hmm. of holiness. And so all before you even got in, really into heavily into Christianity, you got into conspiracy theories then? Yeah. So how did you feel when you saw, I mean, you know, Alex Jones have been has been talking, had guests on, had related information from people like Ted Gunderson talking about adrenalized kids' blood for years now. For yeah. years, Alex Jones has has been discussing this this stuff for a while uh, because other whistleblowers, blowers and shit have been have been you know saying this stuff. The earliest I could remember, uh, and I brought this up a couple times, is like in the '90s, uh, a guy that was talking about a building deep underground military bases for yeah. this whole deep state element of of the world, right? And how you saw his fingers cut off. Uh, apparently, got into him and his team got into a gunfight with aliens that were there. Uh, they didn't know, or they maybe they did. They sent him on, on a suicide mission or whatever. Uh, and uh, he's talking about that. And in this hour-long presentation, he brought up how the elite uh, drink adrenalized uh, children's blood. He didn't even call it adrenochrome at the time, but this was like early '90s, mid '90s. Yeah, no, it's 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 amazing. It's mind blowing. A lot. The dude is a legend for a reason. Like mm -hmm. love him or hate him, mm -hmm. uh, he has been the tip of the spear, as he says. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, like he's been talking about things that now are coming to pass, and I, he, I feel like he's always frustrated because he doesn't get that vindication, the sense mm. of people recognizing how mm. much he's done and how much awareness he's raised, and you know, just putting himself out there. You're but absolutely dude, right. He should, he should have a Pulitzer Prize. He should have one of these big time journalist awards. Oh, but absolutely. The world has to be in a completely different place before people even could consider something like yeah, that in a parallel universe, right? So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, even. Uh, 
Oh, dude, I was so into when he covered the Denver airport uh, murals. I mean, that was mm -hmm. such a big thing. You look at the Denver airport murals, and it's literally these random depictions of, you know, this, this uh, you know, hyper or uh, radical environmentalism with forests burning, mm -hmm. literally, and children of all colors, yeah. peace, you know, safety. You see death and pestilence. You see this soldier with a sword killing yeah. off people. Yeah. And at the, the very corner of one of these murals, it says, what is it? Uh, a, a broken stone, which is symbolizes the death of the old age and the birth, which gives mm -hmm. birth to the new age. Mm -hmm. And it says end to war and to hatred and end to something else so basically these are the marxist sort of uh, categories or mm -hmm. narrative that they're pushing on traditionalism that they're uh, boxing traditionalism uh, uh, natural hierarchy god-ordained hierarchy they're mm -hmm. all putting these into you know those categories of war hatred and uh, i don't know bigotry or what have you yeah and they want to just bring up this age of peace. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like to say, Jesus in the Bible is the prince of peace, but the world, the Antichrist spirit, wants peace without the prince of peace. They want the milk yeah. without the cow. They it's the left-hand path. It's the left-hand path tactics. They uh, use virtue signaling. Oh, we want the best. We're anti-fascist. How could you be against us, right? These, uh, And then not realizing behind the curtain, there's a whole lot of evil going on. For instance... You know, the whole uh, old peace, no war, all this stuff. It always comes down to mass genocide, you yeah. know, precedent. And then also what they're speaking of currently with these white papers and what is the likely future is all just mass genocide. And they were like, oh, how, how could you get that, get mass genocide out of those three sayings? Well, uh, you know, you were bringing up how it goes back to environmentalism a lot of the times. Uh, it will be branches of environmentalism. Uh, you can't have water because of X. You can't have meat because of Y. It'll be it'll go down the list, and they will you know mandate that as you see mandating uh, mass, as you see uh, L.A. mayor mandating un, uh, 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 banning unnecessary walking. Okay, Absolutely, yeah. so it's just like so, uh, and then after that point people some people a lot of people a growing number of people will be like hey no fuck that you know i want i want meat and then what what's what is what's their little side gonna do well that's when the arrests and the gulags are well it's justified they want to destroy the world you know they're not following the rules and then you know then they have their peace and prosperity like georgia guidestone 500 million people that then they achieve that and alex jones says in relation to that something that's very interesting that people need to focus on it's like they tell a group of people that they need to carry out this agenda. Hey, we're going to have 500 million people left and you're going to be one of the 500 million, right? And then they tell an even smaller group of people that runs those assholes, hey, it's going to actually be 150 million and you're going to be one of the 150 million. And then they tell a small, a smaller group of, the, uh, of assholes that control those guys, right? Hey, it's actually going to be a million and you're going to be them. And then they're going to keep on progressively going until you find out it's the devil and he wants no human life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, just uh, just so I can finish my thought on the Please Denver airport, uh, there is miles and miles of long, well-built underground tunnels under the Denver airport and just, you know, under the Dem Denver city. Uh, literally miles of underground bunkers, uh, you know, just 
just full arteries that lead to one section of this place and another section. And this is all built by these globalists, these, these pedophiles, these devils. These, uh, and then going back to the red meat thing, I mean, that is so interesting because I've been saying this mm. for the longest time. Well, not for the longest. I'd say for maybe a, uh, like two years or a year that the UN right now wants to start eventually taxing meat. They yeah. want to get rid of proteins. You see, it's not like what I'm figuring out. I think a lot of us are figuring out is that there's literally uh, nothing I that know. is by coincidence. Everything, whether it's veganism, uh, you know, whether it's uh, uh, just everything. I know. Dude, you know what clicked like a week ago? Like literally mm-hmm. uh, it clicked all these stupid documentaries that have been about you know, in the last 10, 20 years about eating bugs, about the mm-hmm. Southeastern Asian cultures that eat bugs and, and bugs are full of protein and, and they're sustainable for the environment. And now it just clicked because they want to tax meat. They want to get rid of meat. That's where we get our energy, our proteins from. Yes, yes. No, it, it, and I, I want to bring up a couple things in relation to that. Alex Jones uh, was fucking hilarious to me. Uh, and, my, and my roommate, we were listening to him and he was like uh, yelling, oh, they want to end testosterone. They want to end testosterone. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's it's funny when you say that, but that's what they want. They they don't want any any powerful males to challenge them, to compete against them. Uh, but in relation to that, it's not just like the meat thing. It's like they want literal hell on earth. They want people to be eating bugs and worms. And it's just like, I'll give you some examples. Okay, Bill Gates, he goes to a food tech expo well, where people are like, you know, sensible people, they're like, oh, I got this new tractor, I got this new uh, uh, harvester, I got this new GMO plant, whatever, right? And then he's got a little mason jar of human shit, and he's like smiling, and he's like, mm, so I'm going to make Africans eat this, and it's going to be really good, we're going to tr- uh, uh, convert them into patties, and it's going to end world hunger, right? And he, so he's happy about it. he's spending his money figuring out ways that. to convince people to eat shit, I right? That. Yeah. Moreover, Klaus Schwab, his name has been uh, going around a lot lately because he's the founder and the executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, uh, and they're, and he's also the author. They're the ones that are spearheading the whole Great Reset push. Uh, they're the ones that a couple of years back uh, created the article and also the, the video of uh, oh, it's 2030, I own nothing, there's no privacy, and I've never been happier. Yeah, They're the guys behind that. And Klaus Schwab is the author of all kinds of write, writings on books on the Great Reset in the, in the title, but also something he calls the Fourth Industrial Revolution. So there's video of him going back uh, in the 90s, back five years ago, back a year ago, back eight months ago where you know he's speaking german or whatever uh, to a bunch of people and, and he says like oh i'm in the future we're going to make people drink sewage and eat weeds and it's going to be so great for the environment and he's starting with these damn uh what are these called freaking uh vegan patties like like it's yeah, yeah, literally yeah. what is that it's just crap it's literally just uh veggies you Mush. know mushed up and yeah. it's meat so it so now it's like this whole new rhetoric of yeah. if it looks like food it's food i know so then how far does this go it's like okay so if it looks like food it's good for the environment you know you're not taking life to to you know eat and sustain yourself it looks like food it's food right so it's like okay so how far does this go then are we all going to eat just crap crap patties and, <laughs> yeah you know? that's what they want so at the end of the day they wanted to get that bad right uh, you know klaus schwab saying we is we're going to make him eat weeds but he'd prefer that, that we eat shit 
right? And it's just like, oh, they're, they're all getting behind. People are getting lost in the whole science behind it. People that are so blue-pilled, my friend's like, well, what are they doing to the shit? What are they doing to the weed, right? It's like, it's like that's not the point. They want you to be lost to that. It's the metaphysically, they want you to live on a hell planet where you're, e you're eating each other's shit and drinking each other's piss. But Dimitri, like they do in hell. Dimitri, as long as it's for the public safety, yeah. as long as it's for the caring uh, safety, you know, yeah. you know, everyone else. It's for the public's health it's a and sacrifice it's, and it's for the we earth have to make. It's a sacrifice we have to make because yeah. it's for the good of the collective. Like literally, they it's it's full on communism, collectivism. So what is collectivism? Collectivism is uh, subject, uh, you know, subjectivity, it's subjectivism, it's self arbitration, because what the co uh, collective deems as right or wrong, it shifts all the time. And so, uh, you know, I'm on the side of God, and my truth is objective. Mm. And that is a masculine mm -hmm. trait, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. things like justice, things like honor, things like virtue, these are abstract concepts in our society today, because we live in such a hyper emotional feminized mm. society that the collective every five years and Twitter decides what's right and wrong. Cancel culture evolves. It's ever evolving and forming its own right and wrong. And so it's the collective is literally Satan. Do as thou wilt. No, no. I, I, um, well, I, I don't I don't think that's uh, that tr that's true. The saying I think the collectivism versus individuality, because that's ultra individuality. Do do as thou wilt. Right. But yeah, with collectivism is do what you know, the collective says, but what I find interesting when you were talking there is like evil can corrupt, you know, whatever it could get its hands on, whatever is going to serve its purpose. But why collectivism is so useful for evil more than individuality is because they can't really control the individual, right? If they could brainwash the individual for money and drugs and sex and materialism, then they could sort of control it. But even then they could break free. They could do their own thing. They don't want that. They want the individual to go, well, what does the collective, what does Reuters say? What does Obama say? What does Klaus Schwab say? What that, does Oprah that, say? What does the Rockefeller Institute say? Oh, they're yeah. saying it's a big virus. Well, then it's a big virus, right? Um, and it's just like, it's easier to control people that way. So inadvertently, collectivism is their way in. They don't ever really represent the collective is the problem. They say, oh, collectivism, collectivism, collectivism. But it's always these trilateral organization shady fucks whose interests they always support, right? And it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to big up collectivism. I hate collectivism. I'm a pure individual. That's why I kind of defended that quote when, when, yeah. you, were, when you were throwing it out there. Because I was like, oh, man, I know uh, fucking uh, what's-his-face Crowley's an asshole. Probably a fucking degenerate pedo, right? Yeah. But that's that that saying, I, I, I you know, uh, I think is being misused there. Because that's my individuality in me trying to, like... Uh, almost protect myself, but the collectivism thing—they never really even represent it. They say they represent it. They they have a very good image of PR as if they are the collective. You know, the CNN. Well, this is the consensus, so believe us, right? Yeah. Eighty million votes. Trust us. Trust us, right? And so they manufacture the collective. They manufacture the consent, but they're never really truly representing uh, the collective. Oh to no, begin absolutely, with. I agree with you. I, uh, you know, I think it's just semantics. Um, Exactly. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. no, I agree with you. Obviously, yeah. in ideals, maybe it's just semantics. But when I speak of collectivism, I'm speaking of, you know, I'm just being honest here. Listen, yeah. I mean, it's all truth here. Uh, we live in a hyper feminized society and mm. women, because of their predisposition, be, being emotional, they're more communitarian. They're mm -hmm. more collectivistic mm -hmm. by nature. Men are more self-sustainable, more, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. They spearhead their own destiny. They mm -hmm. create their an engine yeah. for their own families, while women are 
gatherers you know the men are hunters that's how it was always right Uh, whether you're secular or whatever so my point is that they've created this voting block you know since i I mean listen i'm a purist i don't care i don't believe in female vote i mean females have to vote now because leftist females are voting and right-wing females better be voting but my point is (laughs) like literally since then we've had such an exponential just collapse of everything like since since the 20s you know with the female vote and then what happened with the welfare state and then what happened with no fault divorce then what happened with you know all these waves of feminism and now we're in this state in which i wish more people would be asking more questions why did this all happen so when i speak of collectivists i speak of the voting block Mm. those that vote for abortion they don't care about biden they just vote because biden will keep our rights to kill babies in the womb you know so the for a lot of them they don't even use that right they just like the idea of having it yeah you know know what i mean yeah i mean it's i mean abortion honestly it's it's insane or they could say oh my sister was uh thinking of having an abortion but she never did and so I, i still want women to have that ability you know what i mean it's like i mean literally 99 percent of all abortions are done for the sake of convenience convenience not for the sake of the life that's growing no yeah i know i don't feel like having a baby so i'm gonna sleep with no uh, but exactly you look at the statistics you're right you're absolutely right you look at the statistics a a, a fraction of one percent is because of rape uh you know it being a a a disabled genetic disorder uh kid that's a, a small percentage the largest percentage is the convenience of it absolutely so okay so take that out okay so let's look at another aspect what does this do what kind of worms does this open for society when you are killing the unborn for the sake of convenience that literally destroys all intergender dynamics that destroys society that destroys power that everything in society's power dynamics yes and when you destroy and start to subtract and Uh and suspend certain yes uh, natural hierarchies uh, that are god ordained you're going to get serious disbalances that cause collapse, that cause just just everything from spiritual disbalance to, to, to physical, since, to economical, since, to everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. since it's, a, it's been legal in the States, I heard the stats, please, if I'm wrong, comment in, in whatever, wherever you see this. But it's uh, uh, apparently something like over 60 million abortions have occurred in the States. Yeah, some say 70, it's, 60. It's been, yeah. Yeah, legal. Like since the 70s you know Mm -hmm. uh like how how does that how does that you know metaphysically it's like you're right about all the social and even economic uh effects of all that stuff right it's mostly targeting minorities and all that whole weirdness of it but a a metaphysical take a step back look at it evil's like oh good yes uh sacrifice sacrifice your babies right And, and that's what's going on that's the push of like you know, convincing people that this is the right thing to do. Well, so, I mean, God has put certain, uh, you know, natural or physical and spiritual uh, guardrails, I guess. Um, You know, you have babies, you're a woman, you have breasts, you have a uterus, you have a womb, you have sex without protection, uh, conception happens. Mm -hmm. You're going to get pregnant. That is the natural law of things. But Mm. when you try to take away... So what is Satanism? Satanism, in a sense, is literally... uh, I would say inversion. Yeah, inversion. But also, I would say, doing as much sin or self-pleasure as you can with as little uh, 
uh, punishment or consequences as possible. And so that if that is the root of all things, in a sense, that is what abortion is. I want to have unprotected sex as much as I can. F you laws of nature. F you God, in a sense. Because I don't like the way you made me with breasts, mm -hmm. lactating, and also being able to get pregnant after unprotected sex. Mm -hmm. I want my version of peace without you. I want my own utopia without God. I want to be God myself. I want mm -hmm. to be this goddess and, you know, dress like a 20-year-old thought. Well, in my 45, you know, being 45 years old with no kids and a bunch of cats drinking wine. You posted that. That was awesome, dude. Like the uh, the New Yorker. I mean, from you know, like oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The New Yorker cover. That was awesome. Yeah. So many people are talking about it. From what it was in nineteen thirty nine or forties, or no, nineteen forty nine or fifty. Oh, the beautiful Christmas scene outside, and then uh, today's New Yorker, where it's like uh, this cartoon of a chick hunched over her uh, laptop, and it's all like dirty shit around her. She has got a wine glass. She's got a cat. She's got the classic stereotype. She had two cats. I know it's two cats. Yeah. Yeah. And so what is like, so the first one, what does it symbolize? There is, you know, it's obviously the holiday se mm -hmm. season. It's, you know, man, mm -hmm. woman, two kids, proper. So what well, is there's a symbolize? community right there. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a healthy, wholesome community. And likewise, we, we flip it yeah. on individuality, right? There's healthy, uh, you know, variants, alternatives, and there's unhealthy ones, right? Yeah. So there's private property. They have a home they own. There's land. There is trees. There's mm. beauty. There is the you know the uh, bringing up of the new generation. The so they have kids. Patriarchy, all yeah. of that, right? And then you have Toxic the other side. You have a woman probably living in you know uh, I don't know her condo or her building. She has nothing. To she has which two cats. She doesn't even own the walls to that. You know, oh, if no. you live in a condo today, you don't even you just own what's inside of it. You don't even own the walls, like. You know, like that's what it is. Like you literally, that's, and so you're incubated into this little prison with clutter, so, uh, stupid materialism, all those books yeah. on that thing, like education. Well, it's right? interesting you bring up the walls for whatever reason. My my mind went there. Uh, you know where, you know the show Black Mirror? Yeah. And what about uh, the movie Cloud Atlas? No. Okay. Well, they have, uh, I know in one uh, one episode, they have like these pods people live in and the walls are like screens. It's like the first season, seen that, and the yeah. protagonist is this black guy, and, they, and there's this. Uh, okay, that one. Yeah. Well, they they want they predicting these movies, predictive programming, I guess, a future where you know obviously they talk about it too, where the the living space is reduced uh, because oh there's so many people and we need to help the planet, but uh, uh, almost as a positive, the walls are going to be screened so you could have like some whatever. Uh, scenic thing right yeah. so it looks like it is more space right there's like a waterfall or something but like when you say they don't even own, uh, you don't even own the walls so like even the screens that you're forced to look at like, and you see in the black mirror episode he can't yeah. turn it off right yeah he can't control the screens you got to look at the ads right yeah and it's almost the same thing they want a future where you're in your little cubicle box and you can't even control the screens Okay, if you want access to no ads that pop up when you're trying to sleep, you got to pay extra for that or whatever, right? Just really just wring all the life and value out of every individual as much as you can. Yeah, I mean, they want, if they could sell sleep to us, if they could sell rest to us, they would. If they could sell oxygen to us, they would. Well, that's why they say sell electricity to us because they can't. There you go. Then, the you know, whole the thing whole with Tesla, Tesla, right? Well, you know, I, it's funny. Before I came, you came here, I was re-listening uh, an awesome 
um, interview with uh, this um, uh, psychologist, parapsychologist, uh, been doing it for decades and has has performed uh, all kinds of studies during the time, but more importantly, has interviewed all kinds of other parapsychologists. And but he had this philosopher on Jason Giorgiani, and he's a great philosopher. He's a uh, uh, very much though in the whole. Um, uh, um, he's like Iranian, so he's like has the, very interest in the whole uh, Aryan, uh, Zarathustra, Prometheus type of Persian stuff. But he, you know, he talks about a lot, a lot of stuff about history. You know, he was a professor, or is a professor. I don't know. But in this particular episode, for an hour, he's talking about the breakaway civilization. And you know that term, breakaway civilization? I think I've heard of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you probably heard on Infowars at, at one point or another, for sure, with a, with a guest on or something. But, uh, you know, you'd have to listen to him explain it. It's, it's, it's very, very good. But um, essentially, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory, this idea that there is a, uh, uh, um, an elite group of people that at some point in the recent past uh, uh, almost branched off like a fork in the road uh, uh, from the regular progression of, of humanity, of, of life on this planet. And this is the black budget world, a world, this is the deep state world that we've been talking about, uh, that people have been talking about and, and cluing into for the last uh, year, if not longer, right? Uh, and uh, how, you know, they talk about, you know, maybe they have Tesla type of technology. How far does it go back? Because there were like a airship UFOs going back in the late 1800s, mm. right? And so he was talking about all the different uh, uh, things in relation to that. And, and, and it's just like that idea, and, and the idea tends to be this technocratic elite, right? Uh, in, uh, uh, Alex Jones rails against this idea. These, they're technocrats, these globalist technocrats, right? Yeah. And then, so they, they are like having this separate progression, this se separate breakaway civilization that was originally parasitic in nature, uh, siphoning off our labor and our uh, products, but now is like semi-autonomous with their own production, right? Hmm. Producing these UFOs, supposedly, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if this is real, if there's some, some element in that, because there is like trillions of dollars in the black budget, whether they're using it uh, underground bases or secret space, space fleets, we don't fucking know for sure, right? But you got to imagine these people are weak, low testosterone, scarcity th thinking nerds. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, oh no, we need to branch off to save this planet because if there's a big something happens, then some some people's like, no, just join the rest of us in society. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why are you so afraid in the shadow something bad's gonna happen? You think, oh, the you know something is inevitably gonna happen to ruin everything. Well, what? Why, why don't you? If that's the case, why don't you help the rest of us? You know what I mean? Instead of trying to just command everything and control everything and try yeah. to subvert governments and have your little, uh, you know, uh, appointees and agents in little key positions. Like, why, why even do that, right? We know the CIA does things like that. Um, Mossad does things like that with Epstein. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Uh, and it's because these, they, these they, are parasites. These they're are parasites. Really they've parasites. Openly, and, they've openly aligned with evil. And, yeah, transhumanism, the whole thing. They, they think they have this... Get some water. Yeah, they, they're basically delusional. They think that they will be invincible, that they will be uh, uh, immortal eventually. And uh, it's a complete delusion. It's a complete delusion. I think it has to do with uh, some notions of narcissism, but also narcissism, yeah. it has to do with narcissism. Narcissism, it has to do with 
you know, being a reprobate in some ways, like being it's just true. a demon, demoniac. I mean, I mean, I look at certain personality traits, like you see, you, you know, Russell Brand, like, you know, yeah. he has this weird, snaky, you know, sort of feel to him. Mm-hmm. He has this Messiah complex mm-hmm. and this, that same spirit is in Obama. You know, he has that Messiah complex. You know, it, that same Messiah complex was in Aleister Crowley. It yeah. was in, uh, you could say, uh, Anton LaVey. Anton LaVey yeah. and all these people. Look at... Uh, uh, well, even Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates, right? Well, Aleister Crowley said, I am the beast of revelation. You know, like he declared that. Mm. It, like, it's almost like they want to fit that, that, that you know, position. They want to mantle that position, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, it's almost like it's, it's a narcissistic. As if, uh, if you trait. if you do it, you become it. Yeah, yeah. It's almost if you like commit the genocide, you gain the power. Hitler. I mean, I, I would say Hitler yeah. was well the, the whole closest. Yeah, uh, I would say he was the closest yeah. prototype to that spirit yeah. because he had that aura about him. Mm. He had that aura. He had that passion. He had that, and, and he called himself, you can look it up, his quotes, he believed that he was the Antichrist or an Antichrist or a beast in his own rankings, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so That's he, not good. Yeah. You don't want a leader, leader talking that way. Well, absolutely. Populist around, and it's just like, you see, you see how he inverted the entire thing, and you see the, like, if you actually follow the money and you follow the simple pa- paper trail, we're talking about the breakaway civilization, I don't know if it really started then, because, the, you know, it, because at that time, before and even shortly after the declaration of war against Germany in World War II, uh, Ford, Prescott Bush of the Bush family, Boeing, Disney, the Astors, all kind, the Rockefellers, all kind of people were giving money uh, directly or inadvertently to Nazi Germany, right? And that's why they were able to spring back up so quickly and so powerfully after World War One is because there was all kinds of foreign money in, in Britain as well. And uh, you see the Nuremberg trial, nine petty officers, nobody gives a fuck. Everyone else bounced off to Argentina or started NATO or started the UN or, you know, went all over the planet, NASA, right? Uh, and got all this. And so this is the breakaway civilization uh, they're talking about, that they these people have an in on an organization that we can't really comprehend uh, at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I was listening to this thing, and I was thinking, you know, it's all interesting in relation to now, right? And how the Nazis were so evil, and everyone's like, oh, they're going to be the ones that, that, that frees us from all these banking families. If not, uh, uh, instead, you know, IBM and stuff like that, you know, oh, yeah. f- funded by the Rothschilds, uh, um, you know, helped them carry out genocide of people who were innocent in, all, in, in, in everything they were accusing of, right? So it was just like such a weird flip the inversion that they like to do you know what i mean well you want to go down another rabbit trail uh so there is so in revelation chapter Mm. two uh it speaks of a uh uh, is it thyatra or is it uh oh pergamum pergamum or pergamos was one of these cities in which one of the early churches was was uh uh located Mm. and in pergamos there was a uh uh, a, it, it was called today it's called seed of Satan mm-hmm. it's in Revelation 2 it says that one uh, early Christian was martyred there by the uh, contemporary uh, you know pagans of that time for his faith uh, and I, not many people know this but this will blow your mind you got to look into this this seed of Satan was dismantled 
in uh, around 1940s, and it was dismantled completely, and it was taken to Berlin. And uh, Hitler did a lot of speeches in front of it, and now it's a museum. It's oh, called wow. the Seat of Satan slash the Temple of Pergamon. Well, do you know Jesus had a big fascination with the Spear of Destiny as well? Did you know about that? Uh, in what sense? Um, so you know about the Thule Society, right? Thule? Thule Society. Uh, within, you know, Nazi Germany at the time. Okay, so pre-Nazi Germany, Thule Society was actually what originated the National Socialist Party, uh, the Nazi Party. It was, it was a precursor to, and it was a lot of very highly respected German uh, uh, elites and thinkers uh, at that time, and it, ha and it had a very strong occult element uh, to it as well, right? And then there were, um, they, you know, uh, Helena Blavatsky, they really uh, admired that kind of stuff. Uh, but I would say about Helena Blavatsky, you know, no, no, you know, witchcraft and all that stuff. But she, uh, they, they like to, especially with Rudolf Steiner and other people, they, they like to go back to uh, German philosophers short, shortly after the big Nazi populist movement, yeah. movement, and attribute Nazi ideology to them. When, like with Helena Blavatsky, they loved her because she would talk about how, uh, you know, how bad the Jewish religion was. But when you actually look at it. They, she talks about Abrahamic religions in general. Yeah. And so they just like like to pick and choose. But Well, absolutely. Uh, actually, look up uh, quotes by Hitler. Hitler hated Christianity. It's uh, true, yeah. Yes, he had uh, diplomatic, very strong diplomatic ties with, with the, the Catholic, Vatican. With the Vatican, the Catholic Church. He was and look at what they're doing to subvert Christianity right now. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they're, you know, so the Vatican, the contemporary pope, I forget which pope it was, uh, 100% supported him. Yeah. Uh, and so... But yeah, I mean, he did speeches but in front of this. Uh, they had an archaeology division as well. So they had the Thule Society and they had some archaeology, uh, archaeological thing. That's, that's actually what the uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Indiana Jones, like the Nazis yeah. uh, are based on is this uh, um, uh, department uh, in an, of the Nazis, whatever, um, that was all about archaeology and it was all about occult artifacts trying to find a powerful occult artifacts and one their number one uh um thing that they were looking for was the spear of destiny but they were also really interested with another thing which i'm going to pull up this statue from uh like uh, uh mesoamerica that has like weird similarities and um uh, connections to an ancient matriarchal Spanish goddess. Hmm. And they were really interested in that. But, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up in a second here. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Oh, like, the, uh, I mean, look at the Nazi symbol. It's, uh, you know, it's the, what is it, the symbol of life in Hindu? Is it Hinduism? Hinduism? I think it's reversed, though, isn't it? It could be. But, yeah, I mean, I've heard of these uh, occultic ties definitely to Nazism. Yeah. Yeah, no, of course. Of course they were interested. And so now we fast forward to today, right? Uh, and uh, now we're seeing that they're interested in contacting the elite of the current day. They're interested in contacting well, dude, yeah, uh, have... demons and, and, you know. Yeah, look up uh, Temple of Pergamum in Berlin. It's mind-blowing. Like, everyone should look this up. It's mind-blowing. And this was all a symbolic thing. Why would the seat of Satan in Revelation 2 be dismantled? Yeah, that's it. It's a museum in Berlin. This whole thing was dismantled from uh, modern-day Turkey, Pergamon, or Pergamos. Oh, wow. 
it's basically it's got I don't know Zeus, uh, you know, it's got all the uh, you know Greek okay. gods, and this is where they did sacrifices on this temple, and this was all brought in the 1940s. I think it was 44, 45, something like that, into Berlin, and he would do a lot of speeches. Hitler would do Hitler would do a lot of speeches uh, with this in the background. Mm-hmm. And so, what was he trying to portray? What was he trying to, uh, to uh, you know, put put out there? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And so, again, it ties back to this narcissistic sort of mentality that you know they think they want to be the antichrist. It's almost like it, it's it's pretty insane. I mean, it's hard to relate to it because it's so evil. Like I know, right? No, that that's the whole thing of the big lie, right? Oh, here we go. This one right here. I, I want to find a particular painting because it shows Goebbels. Like investigating the lady of Elchi. The lady of Elchi. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. See, they they were interested because this is a weird, uh, weird, coincidental thing. Oh, some lady wants me to look at all this stuff. Let's open up a different one. Because they were like, well, what, why is there evidence of uh, this ancient uh, Spanish goddess in Mesoamerica? Lady of Elche. And yeah, that, that's Goebbels, I think. Yeah. the heads there. Seems like him. But yeah, the, uh, this, you know, Nazi archaeological group recovered this and they were interested in it. They were interested in a lot of, like, the Spear of Destiny is the spear that... Um, was thrust into Jesus uh, when he was on the cross and they thought, hey, if we got this, we could use it as a weapon to defeat our enemies. Uh, the whole Nazi bell uh, project, it was called, funnily enough, and you know, this part of the, the uh, Breakaway Civilization interview that I was listening to was called Project Kronos, yeah, which you know is uh, the Greek for Saturn. Interesting. Saturn uh, is another synonym for Satan. A lot yeah. of people that oh. know astrology and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, it, yeah. It's the great uh, malevolent force in astrology. Yeah. It's the great malevolent. Jupiter is the great uh, benefic. And then people like to attribute Jupiter's Zeus and Jesus. Saturn is yeah. Satan. Yeah. And they like so to there's, do that. that yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of intermingling of half-truths but also true symbologies i mean astrology is in the bible i mean you have the three wise men you know they had a certain knowledge and it's obviously biblical and true because it's there Mm -hmm. they had certain signs because god actually like satan likes to use signs symbols you know predictive programming is this okay would you like i'm good uh and uh you know predictive programming and all that that's because Satan cannot create. He only copies what God does. So God likes to project. He likes to show. He likes to uh, symbolize when he does things. And so... Well, that goes back to the breakaway civilization that they can't create their own thing. They got to... Like all these scientists and inventors found dead or missing or these doctors, well, alternative healing. They like to just scoop that shit up and erase that ever existing you know what's really interesting um because uh, I'm, I'm interested in this whole topic of like these powerful minds whether they're christian or not whether they're you know you know still deluded by materialism they still could touch on things that i'm not able to touch on right and there was this one professor i was looking at back in like the 2000s when i was first getting into fortune i was really into uh the paranormal board ex-paranormal wow. yeah 
and I was watching this one thread to this guy's YouTube channel, this professor that was recently fired from a tenured position, which is very hard to do because he, he simply proposed this hypothesis. They didn't even give him a chance to put out a study or anything like that, that the sun is actually at the center, a portal of some kind. Yeah. And, th and that goes back to deep mystical Gnostic philosophy that there's three suns and you go through it penetrating the sun and it goes through a, up the dimension all the way straight to God, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then he was just completely fired, can't talk about it. And he was, did this sorry fucking selfie video in his car with his equipment showing all this stuff. But he was saying how like the dark spots yeah. that we see of the sun... And everyone's like, well, those areas are actually less dark than the surrounding areas. That's why they appear dark. He was like, no, no, no. Those literally are areas that are uh, devoid of, of space and is looking into the portal, which is black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it, was, it was just really interesting because, uh, you know, these similar ideas keep reoccurring. And this with astrology, too, it's like you don't want to give it to any attention but then these similar ideas. Yeah, so they just corroborate there. what, I mean, God shows himself through miracles. I mean, look, you look at the life of Jesus. He did certain things. Certain I things agree. are symbolic. Like, you know, there's 300, uh, you know, messianic prophecies of his life, death, and resurrection. Three, like 700 years before he was born. There's over three to 400 in the Old Testament that mm -hmm. he would be born in Bethlehem. Yeah. That he would be uh, killed and that he would rise again and that by his stripes were healed and that he would be rejected by his own people and that he would come to not to not only for the house of Israel, but to graft in Gentiles, which is non-Jews. So so you have these wise men, they look at the stars, which is astrology, uh, and they figured out that something, you know, is climaxing. You know, there is this mm -hmm. entering into time and space from God himself, someone outside mm -hmm. the arbitrator mm -hmm. of all things. And so they go then they're like, whoa, this is a king, you know, because they understood. So I'm mm -hmm. not against astrology. I'm for it because I understand that there are certain patterns mm -hmm. to the world. That the, well, it's know, all about discernment. It's all about having the faith and piety and morality and understanding through years of study of, of reading the scripture of listening to uh, holy men and and most importantly carrying out the actions that are you know indicative of that of that to not be tricked by demonic influences when you enter realms like astrology and stuff absolutely like that. and that's what happens you know what happens is people are overly interested with what is the gains the powers of yeah, it yeah and that's the seductive element that you know, will introduce the, the well. Then evil it causes then it causes a disbalance because all of a sudden people are just so interested in what is outside of space, and we're putting all this money into you know even Trump does it because he Trump has to ride the narrative oh, somewhat. Otherwise, if he doesn't no, ride the narrative and say, "Oh, we gave this much to NASA and we're doing good I know, things," I know, like he's gonna seem too crazy. And if, if he's too too truthful out there, I know. Obviously, no one's gonna see him. So people don't understand that. I get if it. You're a president. Yes. You have to somewhat ride the narrative. If you don't, I, I had one you person going, like, "Well, well, why is he having dinner with a, a gay couple?" Or other ones like, "Well, why is his daughter married to a Jew?" But what's he like, gonna do? Is he gonna? You don't understand. And, I know, you know exactly. that's too much for society to take in. There's exactly. different categories of society. Exactly. So, but yeah, back to that. I mean, some people are so fascinated with what is outside of space. Yeah. You know, this and that. It's like I don't even care that much. Like I don't care, dude. Like what's yeah. here is what matters. You know, or or this over. I mean, I understand. It's fine. You know, but this over. You know, fascination with. You know, the supernatural or the. 
what is it, the paranormal mm-hmm. or supernatural mm-hmm. or all this stuff, like mm-hmm. side thing or new age. What is the new age? Like what I see the new age as is it's this. It's Christ. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I mean, but that's fair. That's fair. The teachings of Christ, the, the reintroduction of Christ, because people have for thousands of years strayed from his path in a million different ways, creating the little denominations. And it's like you got to get back to the root of it, the source of it. And maybe even learn some Hebrew or Greek. No, you I mean, know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, like Easter, New Age. I mean, you know, New Age. Uh, you well, know, okay, Hinduism I, and all this. I mean, there's a lot of truths. It's in unfortunate those. You, you bring up space because I'm going to tell you my idea of this. And yeah, it's fine. If you think I'm I'm crazy, that's fine. Other people do as well. But uh, you hey, know, man, I, we can disagree. I, I know. I've I've loud. always I've always been super into like really interested in in space. I you know I love space video games. It's an awesome concept, right? But you, as as you look at the whole space narrative, you know, in fiction, but also in, especially in real life, when it's like, oh, you're so insignificant, you're in, so insignificant. Yeah. And you see, look at this, certain things. I now for the last year, literally for the last year, I, I went on a deep dive for a couple months. I believe we live on a flat Earth. Okay. Dun dun dun. But that's fine. I, I think I'm it's. Open to it. I think it's. Uh, um, I'm not sure of the whole shape. I know that it, I think it looks like the only way it, it could make sense uh, is uh, the what it looks like on the UN logo. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what that's everyone what points say. to. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. And it's not like so much of like a a crystal ball or like a, a, a goldfish bowl as, as they like to imagine it, but more so as like a density layer cake. You know what I'm saying? Where... Uh, everything is aligned based on its density, right? Which is very intuitive. The the earth below it, the the magma, contemporary to that, above the earth is the water, right? That forms the oceans, and then uh, even lighter in that air, and then even lighter in that ether, hmm. uh, as Ni- Nikola Tesla, by the way, believed, uh, wow. and and based his principles of wireless electricity. Without it, it doesn't make any sense, um, and uh, and so. It's like, well, what, what's outside it? Well, I don't know. I think the, this density layer cake is what the whole dimensional system is, but I don't, I, I don't know. I haven't tried. Well, here's the thing: is that people, well, you're you're dumb for believing. Like, okay, prove me wrong. Send me to space. Let me take a look at the other planets myself. I'm not just gonna take the words of some elitist pedophile Satanist that tricked me a million oh, other times on things. And so it's like, yeah. you know, I, I I'm very well, you know, it's only a, a new development in my life, and I'm very well open to it being uh, not true. But it's just like, it, it does seem like what's important is what you said on this planet, on this, what's going on here, and everything else is tertiary, and everything else is make, trying to make you look well. Look at the other planets. Look at how small you are. Look, exactly. Is is That's trying to question your own worth as a as a human being exactly. to get you into the pod to get you to eat bugs. Exactly. Yeah. That is. Yeah. So they go on these tangents, like. First of all, I'm open to the. It's an elaborate uh, narrative. I give I give them props for that. Oh yeah, well that's what and they I could do. get I could tell you how they created this if you'd like. Yeah, like go ahead. from so it was I wanted to bring up the breakaway civilization I was listening to and how, you know I've been saying and it's a very good possibility when you hear them well well they're thinking of, uh you know going underground these deep underground military bases and waiting out the cataclysm and coming back and reclaiming the earth right that's the whole narrative of that I'm like well what if that already happened 
You know what I mean? What if that already happened and these whole Masonic mystery schools? So like when you look at the, even the genealogy books in the Rothschild's own libraries on their own family, where they're bragging about their, their, their family and, and their history, they were uh, the, the banking families of monarchies for centuries. They were the papal elector families in Italy for centuries. Yeah. Okay. They were the uh, Greek merchant uh, families that colonized the Mediterranean, and in, even prior to that, the Phoenician merchant families. Okay. And you see this this, this spread, right? Uh, and even further back to that, they were kings of Mesopotamia. They personally traced their lineage to King Nimrod, mm -hmm. whichever which all the Christians point to as this evil. Yeah. satanic figure right and so um they they made their family made this deal a pact with the devil long ago and they've been capitalizing it and they were the first back in the bronze age when they were these the phoenician st uh, stage colonizing the mediterranean uh, mediterranean according to you know mainstream science they're finding out that there was this big golden era during the bronze age where there was intercontinental trade with britain between tin and bronze tin and copper to create bronze right yeah and it facilitated this massive trade and these phoenician merchants were all behind it and as the ancestors of the rothschilds they were the first ones to mop, map out the the sea map out the earth uh, oh yeah absolutely. contemporary so they they yeah. if they wanted I, I to believe that that's if they wanted to fuck with how the oh, earth yeah. looks like just to skew it enough to make it not look like the un logo but make it look like a three-dimensional ball and then their devil is, is telling them because they're able to foresee in the future how this is a good inversion they're like well convince them of this convince them of this. Like, well, well why wouldn't they actually that's very interesting because that makes sense so the that's phoenicians, my theory you know that the phoenicians i mean they uh, they were the kings of the mediterranean and that was a very to this day the mediterranean is a very rich and it's always been a very rich sort of environment because you just go south you go into another climate you get goods from africa you go into the middle east yeah. then you go into uh you know uh you know europe and all these things and the trade was just amazing well, you know what you know so no but you're you're right and you see there in throughout history their hand in all these profitable ventures right but here here's what i find really uh fascinating and everyone like uh likes to associate the whole satanic elite uh, pedophile cabal with this whole idea of the synagogue of satan this branch of judaism that's the secret cult that worships you know these satanic influences as there are out and out luciferians and other branches of this this is the judaic branch of, of that kind of uh uh evil devil worship and uh and so it's like if you were to if you're like this underground force this breakaway civilization that needed a headquarters base of operations way back in the ancient times right this area this corridor this three-way four-way corridor of trade between the rest of asia india europe and africa right uh that is the perfect place to situate yourself right and that's what people you know like uh zachariah sitchin's talking about the anunnaki right uh they why they chose some somewhere like sumeria because of this like perfect trade location to um, go into Africa, get gold, go into Europe, get whatever you need, right? So a little bit later after that, towards, you know, more the Phoenician times, right? If there was a demonic force that was, you know, possessing, occupying its time with this family, they're like, well, yeah, well, even before then, they're like, let's pick a family that's situated in this area, 
Yeah. Because it's going to be the area that's most important for trade worldwide, and it did. It did. Yeah. It, it did become important, uh, and then they naturally moved to where it was. Uh, you know, it shifted towards Italy and then towards Germany and Britain with the banks, right? Absolutely, no, for sure. Our enemies crafted the way. I like. I was talking to uh, Barbara and uh, Barbara and her friends, and then they were like, they were there's you know saying that the you know these are intelligent people were, were up against stuff like that. But a part of me is also thinking like they, yeah, they're intelligent, they're crafty. I shouldn't underestimate them at all don't underestimate underestimate your enemies ever but at the same time part of me is like these people are moronic the kind of you called reprobate the kind of reprobate mind it would take to willingly worship the devil and, and do the the extreme acts that you know we're sort of learning that they're doing well i, is, I would say the the lower tier mentally ill absolutely well the lower tier I mean, you see, you know, Antifa and the little, you know, uh, boots on the ground idiots. I'd, I'd say those are subcategories. Those are more of just uh, moral lightweights. So they're complete moral lightweights and just moral degenerates or moral midgets, as I like to say. And then you have, they're just <coughs> void of morale. They're cheap human beings. Mm -hmm. And then on top, I think it's more of the narcissism. Like, you know, they think they're going to own the whole world. It's more of the narcissism. And, oh, yeah. They, they think they're going to be the, the commissars. The, you see the little tweet threads where, like, I'm going to be in the, uh, teaching people in the re-education camps. And I'm going to be a farmer in the, for, the red, uh, for the red cause or whatever. And then they're, like, in this fantasy la-la land. Like, they're going to be some big figure after the revolution. Not realizing, because, you know, they don't know history. Yeah. That in every instance, shortly after... The people that brought about the revolution are the ones that get executed. And it's, again, you look at the weird, subtle background influences to all this stuff, you realize that was always the game plan, yeah. right? With Prescott, Prescott Bush funding the Nazis, right? Or like with uh, uh, Lenin and his, um, you know, financial backers, let's just say, uh, that sent him to Russia in the first place. Uh, and how they were able to defeat the the the, the white army, the the monarchy, and uh, uh, you know the how the secret police, at one estimation, seventy five percent of them were not ethnic uh, Russians; they were outside hires. It's like how do you do that? It's like when you do the revolution, you got everyone scared and submitted. You just after you 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 know you get rid of who you got to get rid of. You pull the rug underneath the people that did all that, kill them replace them with the real bloodthirsty, non-ideological types, the real mercenaries, mm -hmm. okay? And I'll give you a perfect microcosm example happened a year or two ago. Yeah. The, the, the South Korean, uh, not South Korean, the um, Hong Kong protests, okay? You see how they're wearing, uh, waving American flags and stuff? Like, at the onset... I feel so sad for him. I love him, man. I know, but the, I know. At the onset so of this... It's heartbreaking. It it's is. heartbreaking. Like, China's completely you're right there. Now. You're right there at the gates of evil. God knows what, Chi uh, you know, Chinese troops have done to these... Maybe killed them, imprisoned Chinese troops, yeah. There's a lot of... So, on the onset of all this, all the fucking, you know, eventually all of the uh, police in Hong Kong quit... Because they were telling them to do crazy things to their the citizens. They were like, no. And so the Hong Kong government hired uh, um, British ex, uh, uh, expat veterans to be the riot guards. They literally hired mercs. Which? Chinese government? Or the, the Hong Kong oh, government. Hong Kong government. That was okay. trying to 
put a clamp down on these protests because they oh, were cozying okay. up to uh, to China, you okay. know, compromise getting getting in bed, right? And then the the people didn't like that they were uh, doing the protest. The cops quit because they didn't like what they were being told to do. So the government hired v- British veterans, yeah, you know, of, of foreign wars to be wow. literally mercs. Okay, and I'm sure they also got a couple, you know, Chinese soldiers to to come in. It's probably now at this point all Chinese soldiers. But initially they're like, well, we need ride guards, and then all these uh, British veterans are like, well, I'll 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 fucking kill some uh, some some fucking Hong Kongers. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll fucking I'll do it. And then you know, these are not people of principle. They're not like, hey, order, law and order. They're like, you're getting you're gonna give me paid, getting, gonna fucking pay me to yeah. kill some gooks. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. And so these are the same same thing with the Bolshevik Revolution. Are you gonna kill? Tell pay me to kill some filthy Slavs? Okay. Yeah. Right. All the revolutionaries that killed all the all the you know white counter revolution monarchy counter revolution. They were like, oh yeah, finally we did it for communism, uh, for for the motherland. We're gonna make our co- uh, country great again now, right? They're like, oh jokes on you. You're fucking dead. I'm gonna hire this merc that doesn't give a fuck about any of you. Yeah. And that's what they do. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. So it's basically, you know, it's funny, uh, actually, because a lot of people, I don't want, you know, go off track, but I just want to tie it back to this because it's, communism is literally, everything is yours, you know, so, you know, supposedly, but nothing is yours. So what happened was, this is the birth, you know, how capitalism was birthed. Uh, One of the ways it was birthed. most most historians say this was the way through the pilgrims. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of Protestant Christians that were persecuted through the ages from the Catholic Church. Uh, the Inquisition. The Nazis was, did. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Most people don't know that the Nazis yeah. actually killed Christians. Not just Jews, but they did kill more Jews, yes. Anyway, so the pilgrims were these mm-hmm. persecuted societies. You know, just like you have the Amish and the Mennonites, good people. They just want a good free society where mm-hmm. they can practice their convictions. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they moved to, you know, from Netherlands and other Protestant nations and England into U.S. You know, they landed in, uh, what is it, Massachusetts. And then they tried socialism for about a year or two. And they failed because they were building houses for everyone. But when they were done that... They were tired. They wanted to go home. They didn't feel they had no incentive to build another home for, you know, you know, for for another, you know, family out there because there was no incentive. And so they tried socialism. Mm -hmm. It failed. Uh, They were dying of starvation, disease and all these things. And that's when they actually jump-started a capitalist society. They actually started off at a, with a clean slate. Everyone got a piece of land. Oh, but that's socialism. No, that's jump-starting it. What they did with it was up to them. And some people started using it. But they could be lazy as hell, not do anything with that I land. know. And then others others actually built, uh, uh, planted crops. And they started to actually... You know, yeah. a little bit of commerce here and there. And yeah. guess what happened? After a year or so, that's where we get Thanksgiving from, American Thanksgiving, because they started to prosper. They started to have harvest. They started to trade with each other. Yes, they were given a plot of land, but there was a lazy ass over here that did nothing with it. And then there was, so uh, uh, equality of opportunity, but not equality of uh, outcome. Mm-hmm. And so some actually did a lot with it, got rich, and then started to do other things. They had incentive because they're like, whoa, I'm building something but it's actually for my family mm-hmm. and it's actually helping me. It's helping my business. Of course. Isn't that, and that's where capitalism was birthed and it's so beautiful. And you have these devil communists. Oh, Thanksgiving is a racist, this, that. No, 
Thanksgiving was literally the birth of capitalism, the celebration of Christianity, the celebration of, of, of rights that are given to us by God and enforced by man. And, and that's it. And so that's how capitalism was burnt, mm. a birth. But again, they tried socialism. They were dying. And once they tried capitalism for, for two years or so, that's yeah. when... Well, they needed some ra radical reform, some radical policy change to usher in some more, you know, pro-human system the capitalistic system right um but uh and everyone's like well that's socialism redistributing the land and all that stuff it's like it's like men need to make decisions you're not just gonna suffer in worse socialism because you don't want to make another decision you know what i mean oh, to, yeah. to change that so, similarly the reason why i say this and, and focus on this is like people ask well these big tech companies or whatever company we're talking about how the Nazis were funded by American companies. Boeing was making uh, planes for them. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, um, I said that so much today. I don't know why. I don't know. Something about you, man. I just, I, it's just like, I just want to say that over and over again. I, I can't comprehend it. But people are like, well, what do you want to do about that? What, what do you want to do about it? They're, they're, they're enemy combatants. They're traitors. It's like, you can't do anything about it. The, the Chinese uh, uh, companies would which are just shells, they're just fronts for the Chinese government all the time, right? Well, don't worry, uh, a Chinese company bought the gold mines in, in uh, Canada uh, a few days ago. Well, that's not, that, that's not to worry about, that's just a company, right? It's like, no, 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 they have to do whatever the Communist Party tells them to do. Chinese they are, companies are tied to their government, yeah, like yeah, 100%. Exactly, so, so what are you going to do with the big tech? It's like, okay, uh, if we have this evidence that they're traitors, that they're spies for the uh, Communist Chinese and 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 they're working for them in this way and that way. Do what you do with, with traders, execute them preferably. And what do you do with the rest of the uh, company? Well, you liquidize it and give it out to pro-American companies. And so, well, that's socialism. So what? We, that was an enemy that was defeated. Now we have their resources and we're going to redistribute it. So what? But people don't want to take yeah. it. Out. I'm a libertarian. We can't do that. There's... I don't care. Yeah, I'm that, not... That's where libertarian, I, I mean, libertarianism is honestly just a hair away from anarchy, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I've never, I mean, there's a exactly. lot of, there's a lot of good hearted libertarians, but I it's wish... like, oh, we just want to, you no. know, smoke pot and, and, you know, just do this and that in peace. It's like, fine, I, wish... I get that. But like, that's like, you can't have libertarianism because that's Look, the other thing. That's where America faulted, like faltered. I, I wish it was uh, anarchy. I wish what they resulted in an anarchy but all it results in is looking the other way as communist China takes over. That's what it looked in this particular instance. So they think, well, if we just let them do what they want, they'll learn that, you know, we don't go buy communist Chinese products. Like people don't even know that. They think it's a big conspiracy theory. We're so inundated by their propaganda. A decisive decision needs to be made by men. Okay, and uh, if we that doesn't happen, then communist China wins and you don't get your anarchy, you stupid libertarian asshole. Yeah, so I mean, I would say even capitalism, definitely. I think one thing that people need to, well, I would say that capitalism needs guardrails too. Capitalism needs moral guardrails because... I don't think it's ethical to go and give labor Society to China. Needs to, to, to go to China for Walmart to go and use yes. Chinese labor and all this stuff. No, because your primary goal as far as 
ethics, as far as just, just, just uh, you know, self-interest. All countries have self-interest. Mm-hmm. Is for you to do trade within your country. Yes, yeah. do some trade, but that should be limited. So I believe capitalism needs to be, um, you know, limited morally also. But I believe, yeah, it's, you know, I don't. 180 degree from from socialists right well, so, well you know yeah capitalism too you know um they they like to confuse and muddy the water they say free trade free trade when in reality uh you don't tariff chinese products at all whereas they tariff all the all the products that is sent into them so they're making all kinds of money off of you know, you trying to sell uh, in their uh, markets while they could sell freely in ours. That's not free trade. That's not fair trade. That's just poor. Uh, that's just poor, poor. That's, uh, that's, that's incompetence. Yeah. yeah or willfully is. ignorant, letting China win. That's just being an idiot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's an agenda behind that. But yeah, man, honestly. Well, I think society, not even capitalism, needs moral guidelines. And I don't want the government to dictate. I want people... Like God allows everyone through their free will to make mistakes. Yeah. Right. And to sin if that's the lessons they have to learn. Right. And that's the that's why the states win so much. That's why free market, you know. No, absolutely. All that works. But at the same time, what do I mean by guidance? At the very least, don't have a, uh, a, um, a government that's like, hey, by the way, if you want abortion anytime you want, around the clock, right? Or, hey, look at... All these degenerate lifestyles aren't they great? Keep on doing it. Well, we, so, yeah. We're here to support it. Hey, you know if you're if you're not giving your kid hormones and calling it by the right prenoun, we'll take your kid away, right? You don't want that government. I want maybe a little bit of the opposite, where at the very least they don't talk about it. You know what I mean? That was the sweet spot. If we could get back to that, where the government doesn't interfere in that at all, yeah. but lets them make that mistakes on, on their own. That would be good. Obviously, not the kid hormone thing. That should be illegal. But you yeah. see what I'm saying. Right? Well, there's not even a market for that. So that doesn't even like the market itself is not wanting. There's not no people out there in huge masses wanting to change their kids' hormones. Like it's yeah. like you look at it's this community. Yeah. It is less than one percent. It is complete. Well, now in- they have a insanity. Netflix show about it, and so they're trying to pump up the numbers. Yeah, so now we're, I mean, we're way past capitalism. We're, we're a very, you know, socialistic, borderline communistic because it's very ideological, right? They're pushing ideology mm-hmm. into us very hard. But I would say capitalism, I mean, you, you look at the stages of civilizations. I mean, look at uh, Israel and the Old Testament. Uh, God led them to captivity many times because, you know, it's always the standard. What happens is they get the land, they went through sacrifice, this and that, through many wars, this and that, God-ordained God uh, wars, and he gives them the promised land, the land of honey and, and, and uh, milk and all of that good stuff. So then they uh, designate their tribes and where they're going to live, and then there comes a time of prosperity. As prosperity comes, then they wax more and more, uh, you know, into that prosper- prosperity. And mm-hmm. then what happens is slowly they start to go to, to, mm-hmm. to go into lewdness and degeneracy and stuff. And then they slowly start to pick up other attributes and other gods from uh, surrounding neighboring countries. And then they bring that into themselves. And uh, what happens is then they just, they pass from that Renaissance, you know, in that society uh, where they peak as a society, then they just start to go down into degradation. A dark age, yeah. And so capitalism, I would say, is in a sense, it has that cycle too. And so capitalism was awesome because U.S. 
thank God, to mm. this day, even though those days might be numbered, is number one superpower in the world. But mm. capitalism, unbridled, leads to all kinds of degeneracy because, yes, sure, abortion wasn't a big market maybe 50 years ago because people went, you know, most people went to church and most people had a fear of God and this and that. But now uh, we live in, you know, thought culture and mm -hmm. uh, that has to be a right. That's a standard. Mm -hmm. That's not even thinkable. It was Trump that just raised this argument and people were like, what? This is even like a, a discussion that we need to get rid of abortion or not fund it at least or yeah. some terms of it. Yeah. And, and so, but it's interesting, right? So try to pump the brakes but what a little bit. Ca does capitalism have an answer for it? No. Capitalism is like, okay, this generation, that's the market, you know, they're into they want that, it's so let's give it to amoral. them. So that's why capitalism needs to ha to be bridled. It needs to have guardrails, moral guardrails, uh, because when when you go too much into uh, a tangent of, of a freedom, then you become dependent on it. Then then it just falls apart, you know. So that's what I think. Well, I mean, we're seeing it fall apart right now. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, dude, that I mean, I don't know. The propaganda is so strong. It's just like, oh, you know, everything's falling apart, this and that. I think it's a big shame now that we're seeing civilization collapse to not want to look at the reasons as to why. Yeah. People don't care. Yeah. Like some people, like people have different capacities. Yeah. Like some people, you know, want to know some truth. Some, you know, have a capacity for more truth. Some have a desire for more truth, less truth, whatever. They don't care. They just want to live their life. But it's like. Can we look at the real things? Like you have Candace Owens. Mm -hmm. Like you, Candace Owens is great. She says we need more masculine men. I love that. Mm -hmm. You know, she was going after who was it that some celebrity idiot that is you know uh, uh, has these uh, you know uh, I don't know clothing line or Chrissy Teigen? No, no, it's this new guy. Uh, I don't know this celebrity uh, young young dude uh, with wearing dresses with banana bananas you know oh, eating I bananas know. I anyway know so very that. effeminate degeneracy yeah, yeah, yeah. and she called it out on Twitter just a few days ago she's like we need more masculine men and then Miley Cyrus's sister some other degenerate thought and a bunch of others came after her oh this and that mm. called her nappy headed which is insane I know I know I saw that actually yeah, yeah. and anyway so it's like. Candace Owens is right. Sure, we need more masculine men. But can we go deeper? Like, can we go deeper? Like, one thing that baffles me about the West is the West does not care about male psychology, male biology, male predisposition. Like, okay, sure, there's effeminate men today and they suck. They're idiots. But how did that happen? That didn't just happen. We've been going through three plus waves of feminism. We've been going through a you know, mass, you know, a whole generation raised by single moms, uh, raised by mostly female teachers all the way through high school and college. Uh, so all of this is a byproduct yeah. of a anti-masculine, a, a systemic anti-masculine, anti-family thing. So it's like, you know, I talked to a lot I of think people. a lot of it is manufactured. That's the whole, you know, one of the major differences between normal people and conspiracy th uh, theorists. They think, oh, well, it's all by accident. It's all by accident. I don't think so. I think there are people at institutes and heads of little boards and groups that game plan this stuff. Club of Rome, which Alex Jones rails against for eons, started in like 66. Okay, they get together and they game plan, war game out these exact scenarios and introduce uh, things and money, inject money into programs uh, to carry out what we're seeing happen right now. And you know, you want maybe specifics. I think 
in terms of which celebrities, which artists and musicians get the most airtime, they are, even from the beginning, they don't even get approached. They are installed into those positions as CIA assets. I think we, um, I, maybe we're talking about CNN, maybe I'm just thinking of something else, but CNN, Anderson Cooper has the whole CIA uh, tie-in that's very heavily uh, heavy. Uh, but you know, you look at Billie Eilish or other degenerate. Musicians. Well, look at uh, uh, Anderson Cooper. Uh, look at Don Lemon. Both both of them yeah. are sodomites. Yeah, they're sodomites, and uh, you know there is a correlation yeah. there. Yeah, there's a definite correlation there. I mean, yeah, there's a league of all these, like you said, from ancient times. These, but I'll take it to the tip of the pyramid. From ancient times, yeah. Uh, you know, all these rich families from ancient times, like you said, it does. You know, it's so true. Up until now, royal families, is, and they have mm-hmm, common yeah. goals, but they're also they have they're elitist because it's like Trump. Like I don't want to. I'll get back to my point, but it's like Trump. People are like, oh, why was he rubbing hands? Why is he shaking the I hand know. of uh, of um, Epstein. Uh, Epstein and all these pedophiles? It's like, yes, I get that. But point is, this is my rationality. If you're under 1% of the population, you have to rub hands and have some diplomatic, you know, not ties, but some diplomatic, uh, 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 you know, I guess ties yeah. uh, in shaking hands with these people because that's the, you know, the group you're a part of. That class yeah. is, you know. Well, the way that I see it is, I didn't always know there was a satanic pedophile cult. I more or less figured, you know, started my journey to figure this out four years ago, as most people have in, with, in 2016 with Pizzagate and with the emails, Podesta emails and the hot, hot tub thing. You're like, okay, this is r- extremely weird. Why is there three uh, under 10 year old kids w- awaiting him in the hot tub for his entertainment? What does that mean? Um, and, uh, uh, you know, same thing with Trump. You know, I think, uh, you know, he was he's a powerful person, uh, born of a very rich family. Uh, I don't think his family was into this kind of stuff and so didn't take him to those uh, family outings that those fucking Satanists do. OK, and then he was never ingratiated in the club to begin with. And he may or may not have uh, heard about this or been clued into this stuff um, uh, early on. But eventually he did find out, oh, shit, Epstein is part of this little thing right and what is this little thing oh it's way bigger than just a little thing right and so at some point he would have to figure it out himself it's not like he was born out of his mom's womb knowing the full breadth of the satanic sex cult absolutely and he figured out like all of uh, all of us so there are questions to be had he has answers he should uh he should answer but for example this summer when a reporter asked him about it and he was like oh i wish her the best let's move on and was like well why didn't he answer it there now isn't the time to answer it clearly all the facts aren't aren't on the table for him to answer what his relationship was with epstein and Ghislaine, uh we'd need to understand a whole lot more about epstein's uh, operation and why he was banned from mar-a-lago to begin with and why trump was the only one to approach the police when he was arrested in 2008 what information did he uh, tell him why is that not public uh, access that's kind of stuff needs to get public access and i think in order to do that a lot more needs to come out and you know i want him to answer those questions but i know he can't right now and when he can he has to i yeah, agree he can only i mean i believe he's only doing what he can i mean exactly. as far as epstein if you look at exactly. epstein i saw a documentary a few months ago you know the so much con- uh, financial contributions he's made to like these Ivy League like schools, Harvard, mm-hmm. Yale's, and all these big schools, 
and they do these contributions, these these financials. About, yeah. They do it to control them. They do it to control the 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 thinking, you know, tanks of, of society so that they don't go against them. Hey, you better not go against me. I own, you know, you know, the, you know, this percent, you know, mm. of uh, you know, shares of this school or that, you know. And so they ha they they buy influence this way. So they put a lot of money into schools. That's what Bill Gates does. Mm -hmm. They put a lot of money into schools, institutions, organizations, so so that they back him up because otherwise that's how they operate through blackmail of pedophilia they force yeah. it it's a rite of passage but i do want to get back to i believe please the do tip, the tip yeah. of the pyramid i want to hear this more the than tip anything. of the pyramid i believe as a protestant i believe is i love catholics but i believe the vatican the roman catholic church is a <coughs> remnancy what is left over the roman empire the roman empire i agree died out in the sense of you know borders and you know militaries yeah but the remnancy of it never died out they never here but here's the nature of the breakaway civilization they want to keep the biggest gap they can between doing the dirty work and ruling everything and that switch was a good jump in the breakaway civilization because yeah you're right now they have the minds of an entire continent they don't need to have that many soldiers themselves when they could call upon an entire continent, right? And it was made way easier to, and they and they were really successful having that, you know, control of the uh, of Christianity for centuries. Well, absolutely. I, I would say this. I want Satan, to know. Though. Satan is very crafty. Mm -hmm. uh, there is patterns between Judaism and Christianity in the sense that usually when either judaism or christianity is persecuted the other one is persecuted also so there's ties to this you kind of mentioned it with nazi germany most people don't know that hitler actually did persecute uh christians traditions, yes. all that but also the jews so satan also uses the catholic church to basically broad brush christianity as this evil uh you know inquisitor yeah. type of uh witch burnings yeah which it was all the Catholic yeah, Church. Most people don't know this because they don't teach Christian history as far. You know, so much of world politics are dictated by Protestantism versus Catholicism. People don't understand why the Pope hates America. Well, so I want to ask you. So I, if I could get into this. So yeah. the Pope hates America. The Pope hates Trump. Oh, yeah. The Pope is a hyper-environmentalist, a radical environmentalist. He's a hyper-radical Marxist. He hates anything to do with America. And the oh, Pope has said himself, if, if you look it up, the Pope has said, yeah. any Christian out there that is outside of the mother church, the Catholic church, is basically like someone in a laboratory kind of toying around with things because they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so he wants... The Catholic Church has always wanted, you know, complete authority of over the world. I don't know if you know much about the Society of Jesus, the Jesuit Jesuits. Order. Jesuits. I, I know a little bit. Yeah. That's to this idea. day, Jesuits are banned in, what is it, like so many countries worldwide. They were banned in so many European countries. They're probably just infiltrating all the governments. Yeah. Absolutely. They, they, they've infiltrated, uh, you know, many regimes and whatnot, and they've toppled them. They've, uh, you know, worked to... to uh, 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 put in uh, communism and whatnot and uh, that's what they've done look at look at uh, the Philippines look at uh, uh, what is it some some you know nations out there that 
how did they become Catholic? Like, it's so interesting, right? There, there's so many uh, interesting ties. And okay. you see the whole uh, organized Cuba. crime. Cuba, yeah. uh, Catholic, hyper-Catholic, you know, kind of, it was one of the centers of the world. You see the, the mafias, the cartels, they're all hyper-Catholic. Absolutely. And I believe, see, okay, this is what I was going to say. So just like Satan uses the Catholic Church to broad brush all Christianity as evil, the same thing he does with the synagogue of Satan yeah. to say that, oh, all Jews exactly. are evil. They own everything. Yes, that is a group, a subcategory of Jews, leftist, reformed mm -hmm. Jews. Yes, that's very true. And the, yes, uh, you know, Zionist Jews, a lot of them are supremacists. But really, I mean, every group has some level of supremacy in the mm -hmm. sense of self, looking for self-interest and whatnot. I mean, that's Yeah, fair. exactly. They, they, but, could, they could be talking shit about Palestinians uh, in private or through their comms in the military all they want that's not my biggest biggest gripe with israel is their whole little spat between palestine it's, a, it's like my biggest gripe is things like um uh, robert maxwell and uh epstein's operation absolutely you know what i mean absolutely these are all jews george soros is a jew and most, but they're also mossad agents mossad yeah, operations yeah, yeah. Uh, you know uh, the mossad is a lot like the cia see yeah exactly you look at the communist socialist and highly Islamicist nations in the world, they all see America as the great devil. Mm -hmm. And they also see, I realized a few months ago, they see America as one. They see one America as evil America. Those with eyes to see, see that there is two Americas. There's always been two Americas. There's always been the deep state, evil, CIA, FBI, you, you know, yeah. and then you have the good Christian founding, you know, of America, the, the good yeah. America. So the the wicked or the, the communists and the, the Islamists, they say, you know, you have Iran, the Ayatollahs, America, the great Satan. You know, you have all uh, communist countries in the, you know, uh, you know, before the uh, 1980s, before those got toppled in the Eastern Bloc, they literally hated america they they were highly militarized yeah. thinking that any day there would be war with america and so they saw america as one evil but really there's always been two americas the same thing satan does with christianity oh look all christianity is catholicism look what they've done they're evil oh look all of judaism is evil all jews are evil because there is a subcategory of them that own all these things so broad brushing is it, there's so right. many layers to the deceptions, but there's patterns. I connect dots. I just see yeah, how they yeah, are. Yeah. I, I do agree with you. America is definitely one of the main oppositions to the New World Order and always has been since conception. And uh, I, you know what I find really coincidental? I have right there a, a depiction of the uh, Yuga cycles in Hindu mythology. Uh, and at the bottom there, the lowest rung there is the Kali Yuga, the Dark Age, and you see this little dungeon, depiction of a dungeon, yeah, with meme characters. Uh, I know it's some fucking incel uh, uh, type of shit, but um, the reason why I point to it is because I believe what we've, we're going through and have been going through for thousands of years is the uh, Kali Yuga, and it um, the entire cycle is about twenty four thousand years. And, uh, uh, and and the reason why it's 24,000 is it, it coincides with all these different calendars and uh, astronomical events like the precession of the equinox, the, the, which is essentially the waveform pattern uh, of the solar system as it travels along the um, galactic arm where it's located, right? It goes up and down uh, 
based on the average of it of the plane right because it's like a disc and it slowly peaks over top and bottom and it coincides with that very heavily 24,000 years and I think we're going through a dark age we're going through a dark age for thousands of years you don't need to know about this to have evidence of that um, and just the wickedness that we've seen for thousands of years and I think that's a that's like a stepping stone for these oligarchs they have to destroy America to establish the beast system. oh yeah well well here here's the thing I think even prior to America they ruled America came up as a thorn in their side almost and it continued to be and it's one of the last and only uh, defense we have against these people and uh, I Absolutely. think the reason why is because the Kali Yuga is closing to an end and, uh, and and these cycles last thousands of years so a lot the last couple centuries America being one of the major nails in the coffin for these assholes is no coincidence yeah. and we will only continue to see the new world order lose will it lose completely in our lifetime i don't think so i think there's going to be a big battle ahead but i think they're on their way out and uh uh you know we'll, we'll have a a golden age where where, where christ and his teachings rule absolutely supreme. Yeah. supreme i would say if if us was destroyed overnight china at the very least would take over three quarters of asia right away oh china would take over philippines they would take over vietnam india. all of those nations india oh, they'll have a they'll have a huge fight with india but well, india no not india because they're a kind of a, a regional superpower of their own no i know i know but they've had clashes did you see this yeah. year they've had skirmishes they are ready they want to gobble up uh northern india so bad it's so crazy eh? i mean i mean china is working with the united nations i know and they're using each other because in their own it's the last gap bro they understand this better than i do that's where all their simulations and models and their future telling abilities point to is like oh okay there's a point of time where we can't sustain this and that's why they're desperate right now trying to reel in the world because they sense it way greater than uh, uh, us way greater than anyone that we know uh, like Alex Jones, that their time is coming to an end and they need to make moves quickly and desperately. And yeah. we need to react. Remember, like you we were talking about, uh, um, you know, making a decision to uh, divide land. It's like men have to make a decision. When these times are so tough, you want to change them around. You have to make that radical decision. And, uh, you know, it, it always starts small. I've been doing burpees. Start exercising. Oh, Start absolutely. speaking your mind. Going to the anti-mask that, protest. That's what I've been saying. Like right now, churches are shut down. Gyms are shut Start down. Start making your own churches. Exactly. I've Meet been up. Saying. You've been doing the live stream. I want to show up to one of those. Exactly. So I, I, I've been saying now, you know, now it's the time of home churches, just like the first century. And just like in Iran, there's breakouts of, uh, you know, spiritual revivals in Iran and they get killed for apostasy, leaving Islam. But hey, they're gathering in homes, uh, praying, reading the word, uh, edifying each other, speaking life into each other, wisdom. Uh, all of these things. The church is not a building. That's what people don't understand. It's like it's, the Roman Empire. It's, it's the, exactly. It's the people. Roman Empire in Judea would, would be killing Christians for centuries. Oh, yeah. Well, for the first three centuries, uh, the Christians didn't have temples because they're not allowed. Yeah. Under, uh, you know, the, There's accounts of like governors talking with the emperor discussing uh, Judea, the, the guy that was running it at the time. And it was just dis discussing like how and when should we execute these Christians for uh right. preaching about jesus and meeting up and like what what kind of the emperor's like what kind of like disturbing things are you talking about and then the guy was like nothing much just being a good person keeping your oath showing up on time doing hard work you know and it's just like and it's just and then he, even the governor was kind of like 
I find it weird we're killing these people when they're not even preaching anything bad at these meetings. Yeah, so something inside of them indirectly, exactly. but directly is worrying and has because a, they're not like, a bone to pick with the spirit of Christ. And yeah. it's all, again, I was saying... so. Well, now, no, the other way around. Even the governor, some part of him also has a good in him and that was like, why are we killing these people? They're not saying anything bad in these and meetings. And that's what's going on right now. They're there's saying good a, shit that's like productive. Yeah, yeah, there's a dilemma going on in all individual souls, in mm -hmm. all collective exactly. societies, in all in all nations, mm -hmm. there is a dilemma to choose which side of history they will be on. And that's why I like it. Like you have these weak-minded people, you know, uh, oh, but Trump is dividing people and that's bad. They look at the consequence. They don't look yeah. at the purpose and looking at the consequence is such a collectivistic, parasitical mindset. It, mm -hmm. Oh, I just hate it. It's such an effeminate mindset. Mm -hmm. No, you have to. I mean, Jesus said, I, I am the truth. And the truth will divide even those yeah. of one family because exactly. the truth is objective. It doesn't care about, uh, you know, subjective feelings. Yeah. And so the truth is must come down. For its own uh, sake, it's not. It's not that. Oh, we don't like the truth because it causes too much division. <laughs> like, <laughs> who know. cares? Let the chips fall where they may. Like, truth is good. And so now, like in 2016, like I, I feel. You know what? What I think. I think every 10 or 20 years, there's a mini speck of a renaissance or awakening. It started with 9/11. And well, then the what 60s happened? had that too. 60s, yeah. Uh, JFK, uh, you know, mm -hmm. assassination, 9-11, 2016. And in 2016, there was a big line drawn. You know, it, you have the Democrats that are almost fully reprobate. And then you have the camp of, you know, traditionalist Christians, just mainline Republicans, whatever, some that are decent folks. Mm -hmm. And they're not all fully there in the truth, but they're all, they love truth. Mm. And then you have the completely reprobate side. So God wants to divide. God doesn't I want, know. you know, just lukewarm. Know. He wants hot and cold. And so we have these cutting away these. So there's more and more dilemmas coming. Oh, yeah. Big time. That we as individuals and collectively as nations are having to choose now because one day at your job, they will mandate vaccines and say you can't go to work un unless you take it. Well, you as an individual will have to go through that dilemma of choosing the truth or choosing convenience. And that is the spirit of the age. If you look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2, mm -hmm. it says that the spirit of the Antichrist will come with a great delusion and or dilemma in the sense that there will be two categories of people, it says, Paul says. There will be people that love the truth. And people that love not the truth. So that implies yeah. that the resources of truth are present meanwhile. But people are like, okay, the Illuminati exists, pedophiles exist. But what is that to me? I, don't, I still need to eat. I need to yeah. feed my babies. So I'm going to take this chip in my hand. I'm going to take this vaccine because convenience. Yeah. And so the great divide. And, I think, and that is not the truth. Yes. Exactly. So they love not the truth. Doesn't mm -hmm. say they did not know the truth. Yeah, or they hate the truth. So the battle, or they reject the truth. The, it's not they're rejecting the truth, right? Exactly. At that time, they're even accepting the truth, but their convenience is more important. Exactly. Yeah. And that's going to be the biggest dilemma that every soul will be faced with on mm -hmm. this earth. It will be objectivity, truth versus convenience. 
Uh, yes, this is true. The Antichrist is bad. I don't like that. I don't like politics, but I have to feed my babies. And can you argue with that in a naturalistic sense? It's tough to argue. But again, there is a war, a spiritual war that is right now just just, just dripping oh, yeah. down into the natural. I, I say it this oh, way. Yeah. I, say, I say it this way. Satan, so communism is Satanism politicized in a system. And so Satan was the first communist revolutionary. He led a rebellion with a third of the hosts of heaven, yeah. the angels. And right now in the last days, there's not only a global communist revolution effort but there is also a spiritual communist revolution against god it says that they will satan is warring the dragon is warring against god and the host there is battles in the heavenlies and obviously in the natural also because everything uh, translates and so right now this is a parallel war between this dilemma you know and, and so it's it's insane that's what every person will have to choose convenience versus truth and many people i'm telling you man many people go peep okay here man i don't care peep you i know? agree uh just scan my I hand agree. bro I, I need to eat and i get that but damn i mean that's gonna be a big dilemma man it's gonna be a big dilemma i give that um chipping vaccinating society like a year before it starts collapsing pretty heavily I mean, these vaccines, obviously, I mean, you hear Alex, I, I list them a lot and others. Uh, it makes sense. Like, what is their purpose? Their purpose is masterization, whether psychological. Well, I mean, look, the, the degradation of the family, you know, just go party up, fornicate yeah. uh, until you're 40 and barren. Or and chemically, also, yeah. Yeah, or chemically with uh, soft metals. They've put soft metals into freaking everything. They've put it into deodorants. Aluminum. Why does your deodorant need aluminum? So soft metals are their one of their primary ways to kill people. Literally shorten your, your lifespan, give you cancer, all these things. They're spraying us with aluminum and barium, yeah. obviously. Uh, so that so their purpose is mass sterilization. Their purpose is depopulation, like you said, mm -hmm. Georgia Guidestones. So taking these vaccines obviously will destroy and reduce mm -hmm. and, and just completely mess up your DNA. Mm -hmm. And definitely shorten your life expectancy. And so that will be the big dilemma. I, I agree. Do you, That's I, their aim. I don't want to live there. But here's I don't, the thing. I don't care if the cities have all the lights, all the, uh, you know, the stores, the amenities and whatnot. I don't want to be part of such yeah. a, a disgusting I know. system. I know. I, 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 I hate it. I hate it so much. But I'm reminded of a... Of a uh, a quote, a verse from the Bible uh, as well, which is uh, um, uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Yeah. And course. I believe the the will is, is way more powerful than that if you let it be. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, they are desperately trying to do all that stuff, the water, the fluoride, everything, everything. You're right. They are. But they find, I think, that accepting our depopulation is more effective so to have people accept knowingly that they're getting a gene altering substance in the like, new vaccine it's mrna right and they're like well you know here's the facts do what you want right the, the inserts are there and if you don't care and you do it anyways you are willfully accepting a lot more damage than you unknowingly inject the, the same substance do you see what i'm saying yeah sort of Sort of, I know. Uh, it's a weird concept to get, but I think at the end of the day, uh, the mind is more powerful than all these weapons they, they try to use against us. And uh, um, 
I don't think we need to dwell on it uh, too much because dwelling on it, I think, only gives it power. But yes, they are trying to kill us through all these uh, ways, and this vaccine will be the new way they introduce it. Yeah. And like with the chip, that's the next step. As even outside of the whole biblical angle of it, people are already speculating that's the next well, it step, right? Sense. It only makes sense. Even the chip is the next step beyond that. Like, okay, you accepted the gene editing, you know, software that we just injected in your body. Now accept this permanent tracking an electronic device in your skin and if you willfully accept that that's the next step of willfully depopulating yourself and allowing their uh, attacks on you to enter yeah it's almost like you're accepting it you're yeah. willingly selling your soul or you yeah know, you're you're yeah you're siding your will over to absolutely th so there's aims. importance to that symbolic symbolically and metaphysically yeah. you know all of that absolutely yeah it's it's a dilemma that every person will have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And you can't run from it. And I, I saw an article on Facebook, I don't know if it was you or someone else, that's, someone was asking, I don't know, these, these uh, what is it, uh, board of uh, uh, medical uh, you know, people, I don't know if it was Tam or someone else, whether the oh, vaccine yeah. would be mandatorily mandated or not. <laughs> And oh then, yeah, I remember posted that, and uh, they're unclear. Of the, and they the said yeah. basically, I got the gist of it because I so so much info, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I just read headlines, I try to connect dots. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, it was something to do with. They said they alluded that we can't technically force everyone because people still have rights, but it will be a massive inconvenience as far as livability. Right. Yeah. So as far as uh, getting jobs, as, as far as buying or selling yeah. you know uh revelation 13 so it's basically they're so they're kind of learning that you know in the old communist ways they would go and fish out everyone and they will do that yeah oh they yeah disappear oh, but it's still time. a more sufficient way so to kind time. of just uh, eliminate Shit. them eliminate them from commerce eliminate them yeah. from the system well they, that they, is cheaper that is such an easier they way they want to strengthen their position as much as they can before they take this war kinetic yeah. And uh, I, they would prefer to be completely in the realm of psychological operations. Yeah. Um, because that's where the dark magicians excel at. That's what I truly believe. They, they would prefer to keep it that way until the very final moment when, when the blo uh, Blue Hamlet Chinese troopers start parachuting in, right? Uh, but have us enslave ourselves, enslave our own mind. That, that would be so good. That's, that's how they've been doing it for thousands of years. But one way or another, it's going to get kinetic because if they do want to depopulate people so heavily and they do want to make use of these internment camps uh they're building they will need to convince the military and the police to start arresting people absolutely right? yeah. and at that point a decision is made or even the other case around the super optimistic we win side yeah we're gonna have to start using those people to arrest them yeah so it's like at some point it's gonna have to go kinetic and i do really believe they they're trying to yeah. Uh, stale that point as much as they can uh, yeah. uh prolong that point from uh, from approaching as long as much as they can especially in the western world uh in the in the u.s and canada um because they sense that they will lose a kinetic confrontation well the bolshevik revolution they beat the the counter-revolution which i really don't see that happening in this case I think the counter-revolution will kick their ass. Uh, I, I love the optimism. I, I pray to God that that happens. I pray to God. I, I just see America as the last bastion of light and uh, counterbalance to the world evil, communism, mm -hmm. 
and tyranny in the world. Literally, like, it's like literally the rest mm. of the world wants tyranny and evil. There's other specks of countries, but yeah, Duterte, Brazil. Yeah, of course. And, but they're literally just slightly dimmer lights than yeah. Trump and America. Yeah, exactly. And, they don't and have the same reach. It's almost the same like influence. they're a moon reflecting the sun's light, which is America and Trump. And, yeah. you know, which is pretty great. But, yeah, going back to the police is very interesting. And we see this right now. They hate the police, but they want the police. So, uh, what was it? That ugly-looking uh, black woman that was put. So, now in Seattle, they completely – well, she is pretty ugly. You can look her up. Uh, they completely, Oh, Lightfoot? Uh, no, not Lightfoot. That's oh, okay. uh, the mayor of Chicago. So in Seattle, they basically completely defunded the police. Mm -hmm. uh, they went and rioted uh, outside the chief of police home, mayor, and also the gardener. Mm -hmm. And that's how they get them in their in their hand. You mm -hmm. know, they don't do anything against them because they're afraid of Antifa. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, what happened is now that they completely did that, they've put certain people in position to as as what do they call them czars or something to basically facilitate policing so mm -hmm. in seattle they have this black woman that looks like a zombie and then they have this other criminal that was an ex-pimp these oh are the two God. main people they want degenerates like full-on i know no but i was gonna say what and they... so i just want to finish so yeah so this lady basically okay. she's like the one of the heads of the policing in the city of seattle and she was, I think, in a confrontation with, with uh, I don't know what sort of confrontation it was with an Uber driver or something. She called the police. She hates the police, but yet she yeah. called the police for aid. Oh and that God. was like such a big thing like a, a month ago or so because of it course. shows you the duality. So just like you said, they hate the police, but they want the police to be under them. Yeah. So they hate the police because the police are stopping these revolutionaries here. Mm -hmm. But... They want the police uh, ultimately to be under them so that the police can go and get us, yeah. the bad guys. Yeah. So it's like they have a love-hate relationship with them because mm -hmm. they stop them from injustice. I see the police as doing a necessary job. So that's why there's so much pressure on the yeah. police right now. It's like we hate well, you. Well, they have an unrealistic expectation of the police. They think they, they should be their hired thugs. Exactly. You should be working for us. The way I see it is they're doing a You're job that's necessary. You're protecting the fascists. You're protecting <laughs> the fascists, you bad pig. Yeah. You should be working for us. So they have a uh, love-hate relation with the police. Yeah, they want to take him over, and then now you'll start seeing. So the police have a dilemma. Look at the Adamson barbecue. I, you know, you followed that quite a bit too. Yeah. And it's like, so the police right there sold their soul. The police had the chance to stand with the people and just stand down and say, hey, man, uh, sorry, uh, Sanders and uh, John Tory. I'm not doing this. This is too much. And people, have, some officers have been doing this in New York, and Cuomo is calling them tyrants. I know. What? So mass projection. So the police right now have a dilemma whether they're going to go with inversion. the inversion. If they're going to go with Tory, who hates the police, he wanted to defund them, or are they going to side with the citizens? I know. So the police now have to choose whether, in, as individual, whether they're going to sell their souls or not. I and know. so that's where there's so much pressure on them. And the police are, man, I'm telling you, a revolution is brewing, and the police are kind of keeping them at bay right now. But the, there's so much pressure I on know. them. I know. I know. There's so much pressure on the police right now. It's well, insane. Well, well, here's the thing with the vaccines. They want to give the vaccines to first the frontline workers, the police and the nurses and the doctors and all the healthcare workers. And it's like, if you want to cause mass, like, you know, it's debilitating uh, symptoms we're hearing from these uh, vaccine trials. Uh, but 
You know, some people are dying too. If you kill off the police, literally, and they can't even do their job, you, you're, they're either dead or can't do their job. Same thing with the healthcare professionals. Forget COVID and everything. People are going to be dying from regular stuff. They're not, the police aren't going to be showing up uh, anywhere. And that's when you reach this apocalyptic scenario. And, you know, they want to give all the experimental new drugs, new new vaccines. I mean, I guess it's technically a vaccine. It's more a drug than anything. This gene therapy mRNA vaccine, right? Um, to the people that are holding chaos and barbarism at bay and, and, and disease at bay. It's, it's kind of scary. And like for the longest time, nurses and doctors were the ones to always get uh, their flu shots routinely and they'd always complain about the side effects and can you imagine if uh, we yeah, had so we had doctors that were healthy as well? You know how much that could help us, but they can't allow that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, big pharma and all. So they want these enfor uh, uh, enforcers or you know police, police nurses, doctors. They want them to get them first, and then the, then they can just force I know the rest of us into this kind of compliant, you know, helpless state. Because well, yeah, well, because they had the cops on their side at that point. Yeah. So that's why they have this love hate relationship with cops. Well, like, it's you, amazing. Do you know the Mad Max uh, movies? Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the first one? I, I think I've seen scenes of it. Like I may have watched in the background well, when I was it, younger. It had an interesting premise in that uh, Mad Max there was uh, originally like. When the apocalypse first started in the in the movies, there was this breakdown of communication and trade lines. It was gradual, it was like the road almost, right? Uh, that yeah, the that the the national government governments devolved into local gov governments and regional and then local governments, right? And so the police station that used to be the police was the hall of justice, and they were like almost a gang that ran everything. And you see that in other apocalyptic portrayals where the former police become like the ruling entity in, in that region. And that's for a really important reason to showcase the value and power of police departments in any given area. You know, um, yeah, it's, it's so not so true. much what laws people make, it's what laws are the police willing to enforce. Absolutely. You know? That is so true. And that's why there is divides even in our own ranks. Like, you know, there's a lot of people at the protests that I talk to. Hey, man, all cops are evil because look, uh, they're again, you know, they're shutting down these businesses. It's yes, that's true, but it's a duality. The cops are needed because even the Bible says, but a lot of people misconstrue uh, this too. In Romans 13, it says that enforcers or uh, uh, policing powers or soldiers are agents of God in the sense that they execute justice. Justice is a must in mm -hmm. the universe. And mm -hmm. so they execute justice. And so they also reflect the fear of God on transgressors or uh, or thieves or, or murders but obviously we know they can be drunken by that power and become a tyranny yes but the point is you still need the police or you know yes i i believe in small government but again there needs to be guardrails of enforcement mm -hmm. so you can't just say oh all cops are evil and this and that because look what they're doing yes and then there's the other camp that they're just blindly in love with the police but then they will become deceived if the police become a Gestapo tomorrow. Yeah. So there is a balance. People have to be more balanced and see it for what of it course. is. They're trying. They hate that the police right now are enforcing actual justice 
against a revolution and thwarting it. And, you know, but they also could become evil. Yeah. And so people need to understand that, there, you know, there's a duality to it. It's not that all cops are evil or that all cops are perfect and we have to blindly, uh, you know, accept everything. No, they might come next door and say, hey, uh, you made a bad tweet like they're mm. doing in England. You made a mm. bad tweet, this and that about uh, Muslims or Islam or, or, or anti you went to an anti-lockdown protest. You, you, you said this and people go to jail for mm. stupid things. So I think there's a duality. That's why there's so much pressure on the police right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, there's going to be more pressure on the police for sure as, as more tyrannical uh, mandates are put forward, especially when it comes to the vaccines. And, uh, you know, you saw the leak from, supposed leak from the Liberal Government of Canada, the Dr. Bashar read, and, uh, and yeah, uh, read it's been go going around. Um, you see the progression in November, the whole uh, internment camp news. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens, but you know, all these kind of different sources, even the Bible has already laid out the framework of what you, you'll see happening, right? And we, what we've seen happening so far. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, that's what they're trying to do. It's, it's, it's almost been two hours, the, by well, the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's up to you. I mean, whenever, no, if you want to get the last word yeah, in, go yeah, ahead. Sure. Uh, so it's basically, they want the age of the old, uh, the, sorry, the death of the old age. I would say, in, oh, a, yeah. in a sense, the old age to them is the age of Christ, and they are narcissistic enough to think that they will be the new age, that they will mm -hmm. be the birth of the new era, when really that is Christ, new Jerusalem, mm -hmm. oh, new, yeah. new heavens and new world. Oh, yeah. And so they, Satan, the Bible says, comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. He cannot mm -hmm. create, he cannot do, he can only pervert distort and lie well, the, here's the thing i do think you know about um um uh, oh man project bluebeam yeah yeah okay so you're right i think the new age the the coming of the new ages you know about christ for sure but they would like to stop the momentum and have their new age you know and i think uh uh they are they do have some big events uh in store for us to try and manufacture that okay well now we're we have we need a different a different uh uh well i'll say basis this of time keeping yeah. and it's a new age in that way and they're completely going to try to erase uh christ from history and it way. all uh coincides there's parallels. So they the, want the, to collapse the dollar the vatican saying we're gonna have yeah. alien uh alien oh, yeah. cr christians uh, it's insane. Yeah. So, so there's a parallel. They want to destroy U.S. We know that the world oligarchs. They want to collapse the U.S. dollar. Okay, the Great Reset. They want to destroy. 9/11 started that. Oh, it yeah. Initiated. It's the death it's of the run. old. It's the death of mm -hmm. the old order. America kind of symbolizes that. That is Christianity. They want the new age to come about, just like in the Denver airports, those murals. They want world peace without the Prince of Peace, and it will all be a fake utopia. And so what happens, I'll, I'll say this, my understanding is that they're, so the, they want to destroy the U.S., and they want to form a communistic one-world government, and this B system has two legs. So the B system has the political leg, I believe, personally, you know, you, you guys can look into it. I believe the EU right now is gonna is gonna move its headquarters from Brussels to Berlin because Germany is the economical powerhouse of, of, of the of the United uh, of the uh, European Union. Yeah. 
so I believe very soon the headquarters will move from Brussels to Berlin, and I believe that uh, the uh, that will become the the headquarters for all world uh, rulership for the UN too. And I yeah, believe that the Antichrist will rule just like Hitler did in Berlin. Now the second leg, because there's two legs to the B system, is the religious component. Because there's the ecumenical movement, one world religion, one world government. So you have the secular leg and then you have the religious leg. That's how you gather people together. The false prophet, which aids the first beast or the Antichrist, is the Pope. I believe is the current Pope. It could be the current Pope, it could be the next one. I mean, mm -hmm. things will come to happen, but we can push a destiny apart, but it will come yeah. to happen anyway. So I believe it's the papacy, the seat of the papacy that will be the false prophet, which will attribute and corroborate miracles to say, see, he is the leader. I think it's some, it's some alien inspired one world uh, it could religion. Be. Well, thing. it says the second. The, prophet, the Vatican's been playing around with those. Ideas oh, yeah. For it a says while. the false prophet will do uh, great signs and miracles. Mm -hmm. He will do great signs and miracles mm -hmm. to confirm the leadership of the antichrist right and so because they will gather how do you gather south america and all you know the as well Catholic as well as people alien grays and shit as along with right. the communist secularists how do you gather them well one world religion oh see the the pope is yeah. saying it oh look you yeah. know the, so this leader is uh, talking about world peace and i'll talk yeah. about something else i think so there's going to be a peace treaty uh, there's going to be a seven year and mm -hmm. I'll tell you what I think and it's highly probable what this peace treaty is and mm -hmm. you tell me what you think. I think the international effort or international uh, you know, uh, nations will go into Israel and say, okay, Jews, you've been wanting your third temple for the longest time. Okay, we'll give you a deal you can't refuse. You get to build your third temple with the condition that uh, we give half of Jerusalem to the Palestinians and that the Palestinians become a uh, internationally uh, uh, recognized state of its own, a sovereign state. When that happens, that, that's going to be a, a, a peace deal between Israel and Palestine. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to go too deep into certain things, but doing that parting Jerusalem is a natural symbol of blasphemy because God meant Jerusalem for the Jews, even though mm -hmm. the Jews, as a Christian, I love Jews, but they rejected God and the dispensation of Christ, mm -hmm. it's still a symbol to them because it's almost like Satan tries to cuckold humanity, yes. societies, but he ultimately tries to, I mean, I know it's kind of a perverse saying, cuckold God, cuckold God yeah. with his own creation. Wow. We are called, we are called the bride of Christ. Mm -hmm. The church is called the bride of Christ. Israel was called the wife, the bride of, of, of God. And so she is an estranged, adulterous wife. God calls Israel an adulterous wife when, when they went away from the ways of God because it's, and that is portrayed in the male to female. Everything's a reflection of God and his emotions, male to female relations. Anyway, so Satan is trying to pervert and cuckold humanity against God and against God himself. Mm -hmm. And so when Satan parts Jerusalem, it's literally saying, ha, I am raping the inheritance of your children. I'm in, uh, I am taking what was yours. I am the new Jerusalem. I am dividing it right in half and giving it to the Ishmaelites and this and that. So anyway, I think this is a peace deal. Uh, I don't want to go into a tangent. And I think this will last three and a half years. And after three and a half years, this will be, uh, uh, you know, put out there. Uh, by the Antichrist, UN, and all this for peace, because peace is, you know, the new age. So, thing. so I'm, I'm really interested in, uh, and I think that's a very 
plausible peace deal that they could uh, make and that would be heralded as such an achievement. But uh, um, I'm still concerned about how like these fantastic signs and stuff and they're going to convince people. And I do think the Vatican is going to be immediately on board whenever right. it happens. I know I, I said Project Bluebeam. I know you don't want to mention aliens, but you did talk about Nibiru. Could Nibiru the way, be the way in they get this one world religion thing started? Absolutely. I mean, Project Bluebeam is a real thing. They will do signs in the heavens and there is, you know, UFO sightings and this and that. I, I Right, but this is also this whole Nibiru uh, narrative. And now they're saying that um, in December soon, Jupiter and Saturn are going to be so close that it's going to be like a, a its own star. Uh, and you know the whole Nibiru crowds are like, I'm hey, not too well versed with some of these things. I mean, I've heard of them, uh, Nibiru or Nibiru or right. you know Wormwood, all these yeah. things. But I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not too interested in it, or in the sense that I just see it as these are extra, just like Alex Jones says, extra dimensional uh, demonic beings. These yeah. are spiritual beings that are extra dimensional. They're yeah. not just mere creations. No, these are very much in the same warfare we're at, but at a different level, at a spiritual level. Yeah. And so they're trying to cause deception, divide, confusion, perplexity, mm -hmm. uh, destroy level. Oh, level no, but that's what I'm saying. They're, I feel like they're going to do something in the sky. Oh, yeah. I, I believe that. Yeah. To convince the public of the, 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 next, uh, the next stage. And, and for this entire year, they've been teasing like astronomical events so crazy there was like the there was like a comet that was supposed to be so close to earth that it was supposed to be visible and then that broke up before it got too close remember yeah. early in the spring i think and i heard of it yeah. there were all kinds of other there was the eclipse that happened not too long ago on december 1st right um and you know they're they're, they're all big into the whole astronomy angle of the night you know the sky uh this year i feel like it's leading up to a culmination of something i mean but, there's people that believe definitely i mean it's very plausible you know they say there might be a fake alien whether it's fake with like or, um you know with, with like projections or whether they know that there's going to be something visible like with the whole nibiru thing but they're going to capitalize in it by saying it's something else i don't know yeah you know, I, I don't know, but I definitely feel like they, they, they want to go down that path. Oh, absolutely. And, and it, they want to narrate yeah. whatever they're cooking up. They want to narrate it uh, in their own way. And uh, you, you see yeah. Jacob Rothschild and a couple other people, Schwab, I think, as well. But definitely Jacob Rothschild. I have a picture or a video of, of this uh, where he says, uh, um, oh, COVID is just a distraction, just a distraction. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they know. And then there was that book, remember, that everyone was freaking out early on uh, in the year that predicted COVID? Okay. That there's going to be some um, new coronavirus in 2020, and it's going to be a big panic, but then nothing happens from it? Oh, yeah. All that, what was that movie? That complete, I mean... Uh, about, oh, the show? There no, was, that movie uh, that... Oh, Contagion? Yeah, yeah. C Contagion, that, that yeah. That was fully, you know, just, just, just putting Predicted it out pro there. Predicted programming. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But no, there, there was this novel, too, that like down to the uh, virus and uh, the type of virus. And uh, I think it was also coronavirus and contagion, though. Um, anyways, point, point is they, uh, uh, they predict this stuff in their movies uh, all the time. And in, in this novel, it was like no big deal uh, afterwards. And I wonder why it would be no big deal. And the only way I see it is that some, then something even bigger happens. I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of stuff cooked up. All oh I yeah, know is that this this uh, project Bluebeam has been talked about for decades. 
Absolutely, and and I, I believe holograms are real. They they do these things. They, it's all it's all spells. Know. It's all spells on the minds of the public. And, and uh, but what is it it's, for? It started so with the screens, yeah. and then they move the screens into the sky, projecting it, and it's just like. And what's the gist of it? Really, the gist of it is no more. You know, just the same confusion, perplexity as just endlessly looking at stars and yeah. what's out there. And just with that, what that does, just like you said it perfectly, it leads us to think that we are so small. Like, look at Darwinism. It's the same garbage. It was one. That's why I believe the scientific community is a huge cult and, it has, and has been so for at least 200 years. Mm -hmm. Darwin was a Freemason. Mm -hmm. You know, with Darwinism came materialism. There was a complete correlation and ju just, uh, uh, you know, that came after it, you know, it, it, it all led into communism, hypermaterialism, and it basically told us that we're insignificant. We're just ins insignificant. And that's what Hitler believed. Mm -hmm. And if we uh, take uh, uh, Darwinism to its fullest integral extent of, uh, you know, if we're consistent and say, you get Hitler. we live, yeah. exactly, we live merely for the preservation of our genes there is no right or wrong so hitler was right he just wanted to live bro so again that's why seculars i think it's so another stupid. perversion I, th I think i think reality is so skewed a different way in reality but but they're able to model it a certain way that's still accurate on paper but completely misses the point and we talked about for example the possibility of flat earth but with evolution uh, when you're looking at this progression of, of like even now, let's take it even on their own, based on their own words, they're talking about epigenetics. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I've heard of it. Where uh, where the uh, uh, it, it's based on the way the proteins are folded. Okay. Uh, the the DNA is folded, uh, and um, it, it uh, by that type of information, it's able to pass down traits that a person has developed within their lifetime so if they're you know bigger they've they've been you know exercising a lot uh and that's a constant throughout their their life and their their body their kid will get get inherited positive health traits like that as well or possible uh, uh past traumas if they're forefathers traumas or... too yeah like thin if you starvation that, yeah. then your kid will be thin and well that's why i say well. freaking aoc have you seen ocasio court Cortez and I said this. Uh, yeah, well, the, 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 and yeah. I said she has that communist gene to her. She has yeah, a, yeah, yeah. She has a yeah, starvation yeah, communist yeah. tyrant gene yeah, to her. And, exactly. And, you know, she's trying to impart it on on everyone else. <laughs> so epigenetics is one way to look at this. It, it, it it's a permissible way of looking at what I'm about to say, but I think it's all literally will. If you could will into something into existence. So if you believe that through progressive. Uh, um, you know, um, um, inter breeding of, of a species selecting for that trait will happen. It will progressively happen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and especially if you start looking into humans, right? If you, if you want to create a, a superhuman, you pick people that are already strong genetically, but also, um, you know, more than likely 
have a background of, of it in their life. Yeah, that's and, and then you start too. That kind of goes into eugenics. No, but then, yeah, it goes into eugenics and then you start breeding them together and then their kids are looked at as the superhumans and they have these parents and their parents teach them also to work out constantly and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then you think, oh, it's working. My eugenics work. It's, it's all genetics. And it's like, no, there's a lot of willpower willing it into existence going on. You just can't see it. You're tricked into thinking it's all materialistic wow, genes. that's very interesting. Yeah. It's, you think it's all materialistic genes, but there's a little bit more going on that you don't want to look at it because it 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 shows that there's power in humanity. And where does that power come from? The connection to God. Mm. Oh, I just want to tie this so beautifully. Go ahead and we'll you end said it. it so and we'll get it. This ties in into God has given us free will. Mm -hmm. Satan hates free will. Communism hates free will. Capitalism is mm -hmm. for free will. Okay. The Bible says, the second commandment says, thou, well, basically, thou shall not be a socialist. Well, it says thou shall not steal, but it's the same thing. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so basically, God gives free will. Satan says that things are predetermined, they're hereditary, they're passed on by your genes, you are a product of your environment, you're not an individual, you're not capable of choice, of thought, of freedom. And so Satan, look at the mark of the beast, he wants to take away your uh, free will. God is the giver of free will. It's it's an inversion people don't understand. Exactly. And so Satan perverts everything and so he... He, uh, he thinks you'll get, you'll get more free will. He creates a dichotomy, yeah. a, a separation of free will and environment. Yes, but that's the beauty of life that we can overcome our environment and make something of ourselves. And that is empowering. But Satan just says, no, you're just a material piece of meat and you just live to pass on your genes. There's no right and wrong. There is no freedom of choice. And that ties in, into uh, Gnosticism, which which I think is a, a strain of Satanism, which mm -hmm. says that uh, we are all victims of a tyrant God and that we must uh, we must evolve to uh, to to reach our own uh, uh, enlightenment because let me tell you that I just want to finish okay. with it so maybe maybe disagree uh, I'm not sure I but do slightly sure that's fine. Going. The Matrix uh, movies, okay? The Matrix movies have so much truth. The, the but, Gnostic stuff, yeah. But it is actually Gnostic in the yeah. sense. You yeah. know when, when, Neo, when Neo goes and meets the architect? Yeah. The architect, see, it, the, the rabbit, ro uh, rabbit hole is deep. So the architect is dressed in all whites. He it's has the all the cameras. The architect he is, is God. Well, I, I don't know. That's my take. I, well, okay. So here's the, here's the thing. I, I just want to, if Go I can ahead. finish this, my thought. So... Basically, God is made to be into the uh, tyrant and the, the attributes of Satan are given to him that he is the tyrant and we're victims of a tyrannical uh, a communistic or, or not communist, but, you know, tyrannical God that's, uh, you know, uh, has the whole world mm -hmm. uh, under it, it, created the fallen world. When the truth of the matter is Satan caused man to choose through his sin and, and fall into the great fall of the, the fallen world of we course. live in. And so... Uh, that is Gnostic. And so, uh, you know, anyway, so I think uh, with the Gnostics and of course, there's different schools uh, of Gnosticism, different, different sects. Cause... Well, there's Satanic Gnosticism, too. So it, it yeah, kind of no, leads into that. Uh, well, that's that's an interesting one. Uh, I guess there is. I haven't I haven't really delved into that, but um, I get I'm pretty sure there is. I'm 
anyways, that that's a completely different yeah, that, uh, subject. Yeah, oh, I can speak but, so much on that. Yeah, no, it, it is because there was like satanic, Lucifer, Luciferian, Christian Gnosticism, some cults and sects. It's also called Calvinism. But, but, but. Yeah, yeah, there, there was always weird little names like that. Um, one that started with a with a B, like uh, Boalism or something like that. Well, it but, started in the first century. Gnosticism started in the first. Well, century. no, no, it goes way back to that. There's Gnostic sects of of uh, uh, you know Judaism, but also different pagan uh, uh, religion. And and the Gnostics, there's a, there's a lot of ways of looking, at it, but they believed, yeah, that the world is run by a um, an evil, corrupted ruler. Um, Terence McKenna gets into it a lot because there was uh, apparently some moment. It, it goes it goes way back into like ancient Greece. There was a moment that the, apparently uh, everybody everybody used to have a, a voice inside their head that was. Uh, uh, people think that when people wrote about it this way that it was uh, they didn't understand that it was their own mind or that's at least what we think it was, but they saw the id and the superego as separate entities in their own thing and the 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 good the the moralistic voice in their head they saw as as god right well, they also saw a separation of material versus so these uh, gnostics believed that they could in the flesh be impure while being pure in but the most spirit. but most gnostics most gnostics believed that only the world was governed by a corrupted ruler and and they thought that you know, it was corrupted and at some point that it, the ruler was uh, righteous. But there's a the God, the creator God that is beyond this world that is, the, you know, even more superior to, to the one that rules this planet. Yeah, maybe that's different schools of thought. But that's what I learned about Gnostics, that they don't really believe that the God that rules this planet is God. They believe it's the God of the planet. I would say, uh, yeah, probably there's different schools of it. I just know the yeah, some of the, I don't know. Uh, That's fair. I don't if know. If you look either. at satanic Gnosticism, you can look it up. Mm -hmm. uh, it to me that gives me the gist of the again. There's so, so many. So how does how, how does satanic Gnosticism work? Because I always thought Gnostics were fighting the demiurge. So they're siding with it. I don't understand. Yes. Uh, so uh, I don't want to go too deep into it because actually, first John. So uh, John the Beloved, one of the twelve disciples, actually spoke against Gnosticism in 1st John, 2nd John, and 3rd John. So he mm -hmm. said, do not be deceived by the doctrine of those in our current times that are going around teaching that you can sin in the body while being holy in the spirit because they said that you can't help but be impure in the body. And so they said you can do any whoredom and evil and crime out there and still be holy, but that's not true, John said. Mm -hmm. John said we ought to put our body in subjection under our spirit as a machine led of by course. the spirit, not the other way around because of that's course. hedonism. And so... Gnostics believe that we are products or victims of a tyrant God that mm -hmm. we must, but then there is strains of Gnosticism into Christianity like, like uh, John was yeah. talking about. So it basically says that we cannot control our bodies. We are hereditarily, genetically that way, and we are mm -hmm. ultimately unable to free will. That would be but the same have, Gnosticism. Yeah, but we have our okay, spirit can supersede I that. See. So. Okay. Yeah, so there's ties to it because Gnosticism kind of, uh, 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 um, what's it called, kind of convulges into materialism and so does Satanism and uh, secular humanism. Well, so, well, not so, yeah. Gnostic or not Gnostic is almost like, you, you know in blood type uh, how there's uh, 
there's A's, O's, B's, right? And then there's yeah. negative or positive and there's yeah. recess, right? It's almost an add-on. Any religion could be Gnostic or uh, not Gnostic. It all comes down to a few basic principles. One of them being is whether or not you believe the world is inherently evil or inherently run by an evil force. Well, let me tell you, Christian doc. So I believe personally, I, I love Calvinists. I love others there. But yeah. Protestantism is divided between Arminian and Calvinist. Mm-hmm. It's mostly Calvinist, but Armenians are a very, uh, it's, it's just schools of thought. Armenians believe in free will. They mm-hmm. believe that uh, Christ's uh, sacrifice and atonement is for all humanity, but it is up to each individual to choose that uh, uh, for their own case. Calvinism, on the other end, believes that Christ died only for an elect people that were preordained mm-hmm. and pre-chosen by God outside of their free will to be saved. And so God said, oh, no, these people are going to go to hell and Christ didn't die for them, but Christ only died for this small group that God doesn't care about their choices in life because they're saved. One saved, only saved because they can't help their body. They can't help their, they're going to be sinful because they can't. But the Bible, Jesus said, uh, the spirit transforms you and you become a new man, a new creature under when born again. And of so but the Calvinism, oh, yeah. so Calvinism, it, yeah. the Calvinism is a trickling oh, down yeah. of uh, old Gnosticism, the sense that you cannot help because you are a material being under this, uh, you know, victimized by this tyrant God. You can't help your predisposition you are a fallen creature you can never do anything right you are born evil yeah no, that's, born that's really dumb you're you're born yeah. in sin and this is the big like confusion in christianity they don't understand at the end of the day people have free will exactly but satan hates yeah. free will that's that's my yeah. point so it ties together mm-hmm. satan hates free will well no but uh, this is what i was telling uh uh barbara and i, I can't wait to put her uh episode out with her friends um the way that I see it, because like, you know, I don't go around preaching about Jesus maybe as much as I should, right? But I do preach uh, about God um, every chance I get, you know? And it's like, I do believe that on the side of good is Jesus and the side of evil is Satan. But when I approach people, the way that I always present it is that good is always uh, pro-free will, almost to a fault. Absolutely. Almost to a fault where you're like, we're going to let you be sinners because, you know, we're not going to trample on your free will and you got to learn that lesson. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And yeah, why? Absolutely. Whereas evil wants to have complete domination over free will. Absolutely. It wants yeah. to eliminate free will. That's the mark of the beast. That's communism. And that's where communism yeah. kind of uh, diverges into materialism. What, what is communism journey. is hard materialism. Materialism is basically, it's just your existence, you existing. That's what matters. What is Satanism? Do as thou wilt. Mm-hmm. Basically the appeasement or putting your lower nature above your mm-hmm. higher nature and doing whatever you want to do just to exist. And so that's where materialism and Satanism convulge. And that's why communism is so good for the masses because a very small percentage of the population wants to be satanic, a very small degenerate. I know. But most people are secular or whatever. They don't care. But that's how you get them into materialism. And that's how you get them into Gnosticism and all of that stuff. So, you know, you take away their, you know, free will at the end. That's that's what it trickles down to. Well, that's interesting. Uh, So you attribute Gnosticism to this belief that... uh, uh, of thinking that humanity is uh, inherently evil. Yes, and that we are ultimately mm. victims and our nature is created by an evil God and a tyrant God. And well, so it could we be. I did hear that. I know I have heard about Gnosticism in reference to the idea of thinking there's an evil God, a God that runs the planet. But when you 
read some Gnostic text that I've read. Who knows? Maybe this is an outlier with the rest of the Gnostics. They do believe there's a God, a creator God that's supreme beyond the governor, the chief governor of this planet or whatever, wherever we're on. Uh, I haven't heard them relating it to the body, but they could have. They, they could, very well could have, and they could have used it as justification to be evil assholes. That, that wouldn't be a first time in history that people used liberal ideas to Yeah, there's different schools of thought, things. right? I, I mean, I'm not... I just know from the Christian perspective. I know there was a Luciferian and, Gnostic sect. I, I know. Oh yeah. I know one existed oh yeah. in like for sure. And the thing is, it was around like uh, it was. It was kind of close to the whole Dracula thing. Um, oh, what, what do what do they believe? They believe Satan was Satan himself believes he was a victim mm-hmm. uh, of of a tyrannical god, and so he mm-hmm. wanted to be equal or greater than God mm-hmm. or equal at the very least. So he wants to perpetuate that victim mentality. He was the first social justice warrior. Mm-hmm. He wanted to perpetuate that mentality into the world and corrupt the world. He went to Eve. Why did he go to Eve? Because mm-hmm. Eve again, the woman is more collectivistic, and she. That's why the man ought to be over the woman and that's why god is over the man there's a natural hierarchy but he Mm -hmm. said oh you know what eve this hierarchy stuff is god wanting to keep you down you can be as gods he didn't go to adam he went to eve because eve he saw a chink in her armor he saw Mm -hmm. a something he could uh uh uh, you know uh use right to destroy the the power structure yeah because God is an evil tyrant and God doesn't want you to learn knowledge. And that's a whole other rabbit hole. What's the motto of, uh, you know, just these Western uh, charity organizations, these humanistic, humanism is a, anyway, they say, if only every girl and every boy in the world could go to school, knowledge is the answer to world peace, knowledge, this and that, that is so false. That is so false. That is one of the biggest deceptions that Satan has done suspending knowledge from morality i know that is a rabbit hole i know i know i know i totally agree that it it isn't the lack of knowledge that's the problem it's the lack of morality hitler was very knowledgeable yeah more so than the common man he knew all sorts of things again i was listening to the breakaway civilization interview they had kevlar and perforated metals and all kinds of stuff uh, before any of uh, apparently, I think it was IBM. That, uh, it was like a parent or uh, a sister corporation of they had an IBM in uh, Germany and in the States or something. I'm pretty sure it's IBM. And when they the Allies went through the offices of the IBM in in Germany, they were way more advanced than the IBM in in the States. So you see how uh, you know how even in during that time, knowledge could be very restricted and one side could have all the knowledge in the world doesn't mean they win doesn't mean they're better uh nazi tanks were way better they were way way had way better engineers they were the first people to create rockets right they had the technical know-how and they still lost they didn't have morality they didn't have god they didn't have there's two types of people they didn't have so much there is so truth is always what it is there's two types of people in the world people that love the truth for the sake of the truth Mm -hmm. Uh, and then there's people that love some truth and a lot or some even more truth for the sake of their betterment of manipulating their existence, their power. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to go the full extent of where the truth leads, which is Christ, which mm-hmm. is God. 
because they only like some truth. Simon the sorcerer. Uh, there's this guy that liked the, the miracles Paul and Peter were doing by healing people in the name of Jesus and all these th things. And he came to it not because he cared about the ultimate, you know, uh, uh, God, mm -hmm. the ultimate uh, thing to it, but he came for the power. He's like, how much should I pay you to receive the same power you have so I can do it? Because he saw that these guys were a competition in his carnal eyes. He didn't see with spiritual eyes. Mm -hmm. He wanted the power, the milk, but not the cow. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think Peter rebuked him harshly. He said, go away. You don't know, you know, you're, you're of an evil spirit. You're a seducer. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not looking for the right purpose of truth. You just want truth and knowledge so that you can be empowered. That's what Satan said to Eve. Knowledge will empower you. No, that's a false dichotomy. That yeah. is a division, suspension of knowledge from, from natural order and hierarchy and obligation unto God. And so that's what it is. So there is people that love some truth because they want to manipulate their own existence on earth with that truth. Just like the technocrats, the oligarchs, they love truth, but not all of it. Mm -hmm. They want enough truth so that they can, you know, uh, uh, kind of bring to life their wet dream. of, yeah. of But they don't want to go the whole way because that leads to Christ. Yeah. And, but then there's other people that love the truth unto Christ. So that's why it always goes to 2 Thessalonians 2. It says that a great delusion will fall on the earth, and they that love not the truth will fall under it. And mm -hmm. they that love the truth will be uh, you know, spared and will, will be another category. So that's what it, the division comes to, and that's what it will all go into this, this, this dilemma that we're going through. It's almost like a passage. Now everyone has to deal with it. Truth, objectivity versus convenience and wanting to better your own life and using some truth just for your, your you know, your existence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that was two hours. Thank you so much uh, for coming out, John. This has been a pleasure. Awesome, man. Um, do you want to give any plugs to anybody, to your friend? To... Uh, you know, I used to have a YouTube channel. Uh, just add me on Facebook uh, if you're interested to talk or whatever or just building networks. That's why I go to these protests too, just to build networks, man. Just like-minded people, you know, push Christ to faith and whatnot. What's your, what's your name on uh, Facebook? Uh, it's uh, Yuli, Y-L-L-I, John Moretti. John Moretti with two Ts. Okay, yeah, and you're, and you're mutual friends with me, so, you know, people should know if they listen to this. Okay, thank you so much. God bless. Absolutely, God bless.